This is the MJ Morning Show Podcast. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Stand by for the MJ Morning Show. Oh, I love the crispness out there. I love the chill in the air. It feels so good. You oh, know, yeah. what a difference a couple of days makes. I mean, uh, what was it? Uh, today is what Thursday, so Wednesday was also a little cooler. I guess it was what Monday or Tuesday, man. You know, I, I walked the dogs at like six p.m. after I finished my afternoon show, and you know, I worked up a sweat. And then, like a day later, we had the cold front move in, and man, whoo, yeah, baby, it's just. <laughs> Why does it make you go, yeah, baby? It's crisp and clean. <laughs> it's no not cut. crisp. Why do people call it crisp? It's, it's not crisp. It's, it's like crisp, cool lettuce, not wilty, nasty. Crisp is know, how you describe lettuce. Floppy lettuce. In a pickle, maybe. Not the air. Crisp. It's cold crisp and depressing. Would be, yeah, crisp would be like if you got burned. Yeah, if you want your fries crisp. crispy. The hell's the current temperature? Hang on, i got to check my, my phone. I've got the weather bug on there. Uh, I'm showing 52 degrees. I hate not, it. I don't know. Is that in my house or is that here at the studio in St. Petersburg? Well, it, does it say Tampa or does it say St. Petersburg? It doesn't say anything. It just it's on my it's on my thing right now. All right, so my my main home screen says oh now it changed to 55. So wait a minute, it must have been 52 at my house, and now that I'm in St. Petersburg, just across the bridge, it's now 55. Stay live. Drive 55. Remember that? <laughs> tell you, hey, speaking of that, man, I'll tell you what. There were a lot of folks on the Howard Franklin Bridge this morning. Oh, it's that, packed. They, they don't want to stay alive. I had a bunch of those uh, schmucks on wheels, man. I came over the bridge, I don't know, 20 minutes ago, and I had some folks that passed me like I was standing still, and I was doing uh, 92, 95. 90, no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm oh. joking. No, right. I, I, was, I was driving like 70 you know, 68, 70, and, you know, and cars are flying by me because, you know, the, the speed limit on the Howard Franklin now, it's posted at 60 because of the construction right. in both directions. Typically, it's, you know, 65. That five miles per hour really helped. Yeah, so they lowered it to 60 because of the construction, and, man, I had some folks, so I was doing 68, 70, and if, if I did 60, it would be more of a danger. It would be more of a hazard if I drove the speed limit. Look, Very true. Look, Andrew was shaking his head. Andrew's our producer. Uh, Andrew, you're agreeing with yes, me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It would be more of a danger. It's more of a hazard if I did the posted speed limit at 60 than me going a little faster, 68, 70. And, man, I had a couple of folks... I, you know what happens? You get that like that boy racer kind of car, and they they're flying some kind of lowered little Honda Civic or something, and you know the the, the coffee can muffler, that whole deal. I had a motorcyclist fly past me on the veterans. 
That was me. I got myself a motorcycle. Yeah, I'm sure you did. No, but but then there were like three or four cars that were following this guy, and they're weaving. They're just going back and forth in between lanes, and it was already busy. Already a lot of tractor trailers, you know, on the road, and that's where you get the situations because your margin of error is nil, and that's how you get an accident that then shuts down two seventy five and the Howard Franklin, and it's all jammed up. I mean, remember we had the accident that happened, I don't know, what, two months ago? Yeah, we couldn't even get off. It took us forever. We got to work at like 7 o'clock. It takes me 11 or 12 minutes to get to work from South Tampa, where I am. It is fast. And it took about an hour for me to get to work. Remember, uh, Fester, I, I had to do the opening of the show on the phone from the car. And I don't think we got into this. And then the second segment, we had to do the second segment from... The car as well. You Did you join me on the... Yeah, the first segment you were rolling solo, and I was in my car listening. I'm like, this guy's really good. What morning show am I listening to? I was like, wait, this is MJ. And then uh, we talked during the second one. I think you and I got to work about uh, 6.30, and then uh, the rest of the crew rolled in. Froggy rolled in like an hour later. He doesn't know how to drive. Yeah, I got stuck. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was real high quality, me doing the show from the... From the phone? Yeah, hang on. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to demonstrate right now. Okay. Hang on a minute. I've got, I just called up my... Check, 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 check. check, check. Yeah. Hey, it's the MJ Morning Show. Oh, the delay is so screwing me up. Yeah, I know. Take your headphones yeah. off. You can't have to... You can't hear oh, yeah, it. Yeah. A half a second delay. So we know yeah. what you sound like on the phone anyway. It's Hey, it's the MJ Morning Show here on Q105. Hey, folks. It's MJ. I'm live from the... Well, not from the car right now. I'm live in the studio. Okay. A quarter second delay on the cell phone digital processing. It's a millisecond, actually. It doesn't sound too bad, does it? Uh, I'm, I hate it. I mean, I mean, if you, if you, yeah, maybe I should do the rest of the show. If you would have said it doesn't sound too good, it would have been equally as true. <laughs> I mean, so it doesn't sound too bad. It doesn't sound too good. All right, hey Andrew, did you get the photo? Is that all cropped? Is that ready to go? Yes. All right, man, you're not going to believe this, Michelle, my lovely wife. I left her up in Connecticut. This was on Sunday morning. Now, I was up in, in Connecticut and Massachusetts with the family. You know, my son had a parent's weekend last weekend, so we were there for that. And then I came back on Sunday morning because, well, I had to do the show with you guys on Monday. But Michelle stayed up there because she had a couple of other colleges to visit with Julian, and they're going to start having, like, applications, and they got an early decision that's going to be in and some other schools that have to be in by, like, November 1st. So it's, like, real crunch time now. So Michelle and my son Julian, they stayed up there. Julian, after Parents Weekend, had three school days off. He didn't have to be, he didn't have to be back to school until yesterday, and I think classes are back today. So it's, like, a little... Little fall break. Okay. And Michelle took Julian to see Boston University, Emerson College, you know, a couple other places, one in Connecticut. Any community colleges on the list? Uh, No. No, it was not. So we had a rental car, and this is crazy. Michelle Michelle returned the rental car. We both picked it up because we both flew up last Thursday. A week from uh, a week ago, yes, uh, today, and so Michelle brought the rental car back, and she dropped the car off at the Westchester County Airport. And I have got to show you this picture. The, the, you have uh, hold on. I just want to tease this. When we get back, don't post it yet. I want to tell the story. You've got to see the rental car 
that Michelle parked next to. And it's not the Hertz rental car place in Westchester. It's not like the lanes where you drive through and they have the people checking in. It's a lot because the Westchester County Airport is very small. So there's this lot and you just kind of self park and then you walk the keys inside to the airport and drop them off at the desk. You know, those kinds of rentals. Yeah. So you got to see the, the rental car that Michelle pulled hers next to. All right. Hold on. I'll tell the story. We've got pictures. You got to see this. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Next on the MJ Morning Show here on Q105. Back in a second. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Yeah, they make those noises kind of like Yabba Dabba Doo in the uh, Two Princes song. Called yeah. scatting. What the hell ever happened to the spin doctors? Yeah, I think they have a, a lucrative uh, career playing like county fairs and stuff. Think so? I'd go see the spin doctors. They have the like Kalamazoo it. County Fair yeah. up in up in Michigan or something. Isn't that where uh, Dig Dug is from? Yes, you love Kalamazoo. You've been uh, talking Kalamazoo since before you knew me. Yeah, that's where uh, Dig Dug is from. That's where uh, Roxanne's uh, fiance, Dig Dug. Yeah. And Doug. That's where he's from. All right, you got to see this picture. Hey, for the early crowd, I'm doing this for you guys, for the early folks. Hey, Fester, go to mjmorningshow.com. It's sure. the it's the second tab. It's, it's already there. Second tab. It, you were on it and you left it. There, All right, there you go. All right. All right. Andrew, is it already posted? All right, so go to uh, go to stories we mentioned on the MJ Morning Show. Click on that, and hopefully it's already rendered and it's already posted. So click on that. I'm clicking. So Michelle, my lovely wife, she returned. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Michelle. That was a good trip. Hey, can the picture get bigger? I guess, is that the biggest the picture gets? Can you click on it to make it bigger? Uh Yes. No, but if you're yeah. on a if you're on a mobile device, which most people are, you can just grab the screen and make it bigger. Yeah, probably so. I right. so Michelle returned the rental car at the Westchester County Airport, which, by the way, the airport code is HPN. That's Hotel Papa November. So Michelle returned the rental car because I came back on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. so I could be here on the show with you guys on Monday after coming off of Julian's parents' weekend up at his school in Connecticut, and. We both rented the car because Michelle and I flew up on Thursday afternoon. That's why we had a best of show on Friday. And Michelle brought the car back yesterday because she took Julian to a couple colleges up in New England uh, because they had some days off from school after parents weekend for just that purpose. So Michelle brought the rental car back yesterday to the Westchester County Airport just outside of New York City. And it's one of those deals where you pull the car into a lot. All the car companies have their lot on the side of the airport. It's not like the garage you drive into and the return lanes and they're waving you through. And and the the Hertz person comes over and they got the device in their hands and they scan the barcode and check you. Now, this is the kind of deal you just park the car. It's a very small airport, the Westchester County Airport. Yeah, it's a lot better. So then 
you got to just take your keys inside to the counter, and the counter is right inside the terminal, right next to the baggage belt. It's a really small airport. So Michelle pulls the car in, and hers is the white Dodge Durango to the left. Look at the car that Michelle parked next to. Can you imagine returning this car? <laughs> I mean, hey, Froggy, t- take a look at that. Oh, my gosh. It's from a comedy. <laughs> it is a Chris Farley movie. It is, it, is, it is a red, it's a red Toyota Corolla. Oh, my gosh. Did they do that? I mean, remember the Jackass movie when they rented a car and took it demolition derby and then returned it? That's what it looks like. It looks just like that. (laughs) The car could still drive, but they've got... It obviously got got rear-ended pretty severely. They've got bungee cords and blue painter's tape. Yeah, is that blue painter's tape? It is. It's it's, not very strong. It's it's holding the parts on. When I think of the weakest tape, I think of painter's tape. Yeah. And they just returned that. We're like, you are the weakest tape. That was like that's a little takeoff on the weakest link. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, why yeah. do they use like some kind of duct tape or something? I don't. Know. I wish I would have seen because you know when you drive off a car, they go, "Let me let me walk around and take a look oh, yeah. and make sure everything." Oh. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> what? What? Why? What effort was made to put the blue duct tape? What is it doing? What well, it's not it? duct tape. It's blue, it's blue painters, blue painters tape. tape. It's like that three M blue painters yeah. tape. It's just that, just. Maybe stabilize something for a nanosecond. It's really not doing anything. Is it holding like all the taillights are smashed and dangling? So, so what happened here? Did somebody get rear-ended? It looks like it, or did they slam the car to reverse and smash through like a Seven Eleven window? Or I mean, I don't know what happened here, but most likely Froggy's correct, or whoever said a rear-ender. But can you imagine? You bring the rental car back, and it's not the deal where you drive in and the the rental car employee greets you in the return lane. Mm. This is the deal where you park the car, you walk your keys and your little rental contract into the terminal to the little countertop, kind of like the one where, uh, like, remember Jerry Seinfeld in a lane? They were trying to rent a car. That kind of deal. You're at the counter. What do you do? You just walk the keys and, yeah, hey, oh, so how was the rental? Everything good? Oh, yeah, everything. Or, or sometimes they have the drop box. Did this person say, hey, <laughs> had a little problem with your rental car? Or did this person just drop off the keys and then, what do you mean? It was perfect when I dropped it off in the lot. I mean, the chain of custody has been broken, right? Hey, no, there was nothing wrong with the car. That car was perfect. There wasn't a scratch on that car. Uh, something happened in the parking lot. Somebody must have rammed into it. Parts are dangling, bumpers gone, lights are dangling, held on by blue painter's tape, the trunk is bungee cord shut. I mean, if they were trying to hide it, they would have backed into the spot. Right. Yeah, good you, point. You got to see this picture. You got to see it. So Michelle took this picture with her cell phone yesterday, and she's like, oh, my God, you got to see the car that I parked next to in the rental car return lot. And it's the uh, it's Space 57. Michelle's in 58. And it's it's Hertz. What are the? It's Hertz Thrifty and a green one. Yeah, Thrifty, dude. No, the the blue one is. um, Is it Dollar? I don't know. Yeah, so because Hertz owns a bunch of companies. Uh, Yeah, the blue one's Thrifty, and what's what's the red one? Uh, no, it Avis and Hertz are their competitors, dummy. Um, uh, anyway, so she you can see the 
the sign says that that space is for the three uh, Hertz companies. And uh, you got to see this photo. It is up at MJMorningShow.com. If you just want to get a laugh. I think he definitely got hit from behind because you can almost see the imprint of a car into his back end. <laughs> yeah, go, go to, when you get a chance, go to MJMorningShow.com and you're looking for, and it's on the top. We get a little slider, you know, you, you hit the arrows and sometimes it's there. Sometimes you got to hit the arrow to slide it over. Mm-hmm. You're looking for stories mentioned on the MJ Morning Show. So go to MJMorningShow.com and then stories we mentioned on the MJ Morning Show, and it'll be the top item, and it says, MJ's wife, Michelle, returned a rental card next to this. And I, listen, I, it doesn't take a lot to make me laugh. I'm, I'm kind of simple. Yeah. But th- this, that's funny. Isn't that funny? It is. It's pretty crazy. That's hysterical. So I would love to know, what is the person that rented that car? What do they say to the car? What counter? do they look like? Are they completely disheveled and just <laughs> no, an absolute no. mess? They, they look like mayhem from the oh. Allstate. <laughs> I from, wish you would have pulled up right when they were pulling up. <laughs> what if it was the mayhem guy from the Allstate commercial? <laughs> he just laughed and throw <laughs> the keys pretty, back. So what do you say? You go to the counter, hey, sir, how was the rental? Everything okay? Fine. Uh, yeah, about that. You might want to go take a look at your car. Or do you pull the, nope, everything's good. So if you got All's the. All's good. Everything's great. If you got no the problem. 30 or $40 comprehensive insurance, <laughs> it would cover this. Well, if you paid the extra insurance, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. What, I don't know how much it costs a day. I never take that because my That cre- car's totaled. <laughs> that car, yeah, what are you talking about? It do, does look like... I don't know how it drove in there. I know. All right. So, folks, if you want to have a laugh, take a look at the rental car that Michelle pulled next to in the return lot at the Westchester County Airport last night. And just take a look. Uh, MJMorningShow.com, MJMorningShow.com, and click on stories that we mentioned, and it's the top item. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Professor, before I get into the morons of the news, I've got a little mission. Okay. I think I saw something that could be very, very beneficial. I want you to dial up the studio line right now. Dial up our, just just dial up the 800-990-1047. Dial it up on your cell, and I want you to leave the studio. Folks, before we get to the morons of the news, hold on a minute. Morons of the news a second away. Hang on. All right, where am I going? You're walking down the hall to the lobby. Okay. All right, hurry up, go. All right, so all get right. get on the phone. All right. All right, leave the studio, and are you connected? Hello. Uh, yeah, uh, Andrew Pedro. All right, hang on. So let me bring you up here. All right, uh, Fester, can you hear me? Hello. I'd like to request the Go Go's. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. All right, Fester. There he is. All right, Fester. Walk down the hall. Go to the lock lobby door. I don't know where Pat. Jeez. All right, keep going. Hurry up, dude. <laughs> I, I got I got I got morons on the news to do. All right, Fester, let me know when you're. Run. 
Let me know, and don't say anything. I just want confirmation that it's there. (gasps) Fester, why did you just go, Oh, I see it. That's how he breathes when he walks. Fester sees it. All right, Fester, are you at the the lobby door? Yes. Have you opened up the lobby door? I'm in the little lobby vestibule area. All right, do you see what is directly ahead of you in the door? Yes. Grab it. Okay. Do you have it? Hold on. Some WD forty. Alright, Fester. This is sketchy. What? What is sketchy? There's somebody here. What do you mean? Hold on. Hang on a sec. Like a. Hold on. Where? Where are they? Roof access. No, but I don't think there's anyone on... Is there somebody on the roof? The door is open. I know <laughs> the door is open, but is the roof hatch open? Yes. Oh, the hold on. The, oh, the roof hatch is open? Go up there. I, I opened the door, and I could look and see the dark sky. Are you... Okay. Are you, <laughs> are you sure? What is going on? Hold on. All right, Fester, climb the ladder. All right, so in the lobby, there's like a utility closet, and then... When the closet is open, there's a metal ladder on the wall, and you climb this metal ladder, and there's oh, a... What? I'm climbing the ladder. Are you climbing? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get stuck in the roof. Yeah. Fester's going to rip the ladder right off the wall. The hatch All right. is closed. Right. Say it again. The hatch is closed. Yes, that's what I'm saying. The hatch is closed. Why would why'd you say that you could look up and see the sky? Because it has white dots on the hatch. Oh, so you thought thought those were stars? Yeah. Yeah. Like a planetarium. The hatch is closed. I I peeked in. Uh, Is the hatch. Is the hatch. (laughs) Is it locked? I don't. Yeah. All right. So no one is. uh, No (laughs) one's on the roof. Sounds like he's really in pain or something. Are you okay? All right. Fester, come on down the ladder and try not to rip the ladder off the wall, okay? Oh, I opened the hatch. What you you did open the hatch? Oh, I just opened it. Go jump, oh. stand over the no, studio no, no, and no, jump. Don't don't go on the roof. You'll you'll cave in the roof. Okay. All right, hey, oh, I, I cl- close the hatch. Hold <laughs> on, oh, I gotta put my cell phone in my mouth. Get up. Oh my <laughs> god, he's putting. That's a, what he's been doing. He's putting a cell phone in his mouth. Well, you had him climb a ladder. All right, Fester, close the hatch and lock the hatch. Of all people in the studio, you have him climbing ladders? All right, Fester, come down the ladder. All right, I, I got oh. te- I to I I tell everyone what's going on here. Yeah, buckle please. that ladder. All right, Fester, are you back down? No, come on, come on. Is I'm still coming down. Is that, <laughs> dude, is the hatch closed? Yeah, but I don't know how to lock it. Hold on, I, why'd you open the hatch? Well, why not? I'm up here. All right, is the hatch closed? It's closed, but I don't think it's locked. Oh, jeez. All right, anyway, come down the ladder. All right, I'm down. All right, in this door, in this closet, somebody left. Right, should I even say what it is? No, because I got it. All right, you got it? Yeah. All right, bring, bring it back to the studio. Okay, okay. All right, so All right. come on back. All right, so... Okay. There is something which could be very, very valuable that to was a, that was a, that was left in this door. 
What were you trying to say five I times? Ca- I was trying to say to a particular person or to us. Is it valuable to everybody or is it like specific to one person that's valuable to I just think it's valuable. All right, so Fester's back. Look at this. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. Look at that. Is that nice or what? That is as complete a set as I've ever seen. Whose is it? We don't know. Somebody in, I don't know. What? I, we we got to say what it is, right? Well, that's valuable to one person. No. No, it's valuable to everyone. This is the master. Professor, your back is filled with white stuff. Yeah. Is it? Ooh. Oh, Mike, you, you got drywall all oh. over. I was in that chute. It's like yeah. a little roof access yeah, chute. Look, the... you didn't get stuck. I, somebody left a whole set of master keys for like the whole office park, it looks like. Whoa. So, like, master, hey, like, you, you could go to like Steve Triple Nipple Triplet, our general manager's door right now, and walk right in. Go walk into his office. Yeah, go go try it. Yeah. It's like go, the old days. Yeah, go, go try it. Let's lawnmower his right, carpet. Hey, hey, call, call me back. Call me back at 8. What did you used to do at Dave Reinhardt's office? You put a lawnmower in there? We, he had this shaggy-ass carpet. And he mowed it. We mowed the the carpet in his office with a lawnmower. We did that years oh, ago. Oh, the old right. days. Hey, Fester, you back? Okay. All right. I'm, in, I'm walking back there. I right, walk back to Steve Triple Nipple. Triplet's office. Cleanest he's a, office you've ever seen. He's the general manager. There is not one piece of paper in that office. I, I don't know. It looks like I, it's just abandoned. It looks like it's a prop. <laughs> it, it doesn't look like it's used at all for anything. It's like, very this pristine. Is, this is our executive right. office. As you see, nobody's here right. or works uh, here. But. All right, Fessa, let me know when you're there. And, okay. of course, uh, the, the office is locked. I'm in front of his office door right now. Okay, now... Use the master keys that were left in our lobby in the lock in the doorknob of the roof access closet. All right, now use the keys and see if you can open up Steve Triplett's office. I have you on speaker. All right, that's fine. Oh, my God, it comes right up. What? <laughs> I'm in the office right now. You're in. <laughs> All right, All right. Po- poop on his desk. He has a stand-up no, no, desk. I'll, it's going to be difficult. I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah, he does. He, does. he has one of those stand-up desks. All right, so you're I'll in. It. You're in his yeah. office. Yeah, I'm in his office. I'm behind his little stand-up desk. <laughs> Snoop around. Double, his little double screen with his little microphone for Zoom calls. All right, all right. Come on out. Dude. Are there any tchotchkes or anything on that desk? There's it's pretty bare. There's right? nothing. The whole office is bare. It's like if you wanted to try to snoop around and look for stuff, there's nothing. There's, I don't know. Where, where, where does he have his work? It's like where you show when you show an apartment and you furnish it <laughs> just for the people who want to look at it. You know it. what it looks like? It looks like an, uh, one of the vignettes at Ikea. Yeah, there you, you know, go. It's, it's like just one of the little areas. Oh, yeah, little offshoots at Ikea. Yeah, they're, they're just they're just showing you like what the furniture looks like. The executive and, office furniture. I fester. So are you coming back? No, listen to me. Yeah. On his desk is a letter, like a to-do list. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture. All right, All right. Fester, come on, come on back. Hey, dude, I just want to, dude, just come on back. What? One of the things on the list is MJ as in question mark, and it's not crossed out. <laughs> Take a picture of it. <laughs> all right, Fester. meeting, market branding meeting. God, that's, Fester, dude, that's dude, personal stuff, you I, jackass. Dude, dude, just come, come on back. He's a busy come, man. Come back to the studio. Dude, come back to the studio. Dude, come back to the Shut studio. Up. Shut up and come back to the studio. But do take I, a picture of it. I just wanted to make sure that... The office 
was able to be accessed, okay? Ooh, it's going to Ted's office. All right, Festa, come back. I got to do morons of the news. Take the furniture from Steve's office and put right. it in Ted's office. Put right. Ted's right. furniture in right. Steve's right. office. Right. Come on back. All right, I'm coming. All right, thank you. Jeez. Jeez. You're right. getting in trouble. So, uh, wow. So they've somebody left a whole master set of keys. That's unsafe. Is that crazy? That's nuts. What else can we do with these keys? Maybe someone's like leaving and they just got careless. I don't know, but the, a whole master set of keys was was left in the lobby. So we've got we've got keys to everything. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> well, yeah. Yes, Fester. Oh, I read Steve's whole list. Did you take a picture of it? I love comparing to do lists. Yeah. MJ. Uh, all right. So hang hang on a minute. The, the, we what? Uh, yeah. We've got the keys. We also have told everyone we have the keys. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of just shot ourselves in the foot. Yeah. Suddenly we're we're culprit yeah. number one right. for everything. All right. We we. We we can't keep the keys, but can you believe that we've we've got a whole? We can duplicate them. <laughs> Where can I get a key made at like you know six forty five in the morning? Oh man! What time is Home Depot? <laughs> I have a key. They open it. I think they open at seven o'clock. I think they open at seven o'clock. All right, let me run out. I'll be back in a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> what man? That is sloppy. Somebody and there are all kinds of key cards so, and passes to everything. So the first key card is the uh, little magnetic lock to yeah, all the buildings. The second right. one is a a, a a housekeeping contractor card. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, so okay. gotcha. So yeah. it looks like the, the housekeeping folks kept left this whole thing. The whole set of master keys and all these cards. Oh, oh no. different buildings have different cards. <laughs> this is our building right. Oh, this is our building right here. Oh man! So this is someone who's all around the Coger Center. Oh my! Yes, it is. Hey, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, Roxanne Wilder and Doug. What is that a play on? That's a play on uh, what? Limu Emu. All from what? What? What agency? L- Liberty Mutual. Oh my God! There's a there's a Liberty Mutual card on there. Oh my! Look, why is that there? Doug. Do we have Liberty Mutual in one of the office buildings here? One of the tenants must be Doug. Wow. And Doug. And Doug. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, you guys ready for some early morons of the news? Let's go. Um, this guy's in trouble. Can I return the keys? To me. Who are you going to return I'm it to? I'll put them right back where I found them in that little key slot no. because the housekeeper's going to be looking for them any second now. I think those were left from last night. I don't think they're around here. I'm pretty sure they're not called housekeepers. Yeah, they're they're not here now. They come at night. I mean, this. I mean, are the, are the master keys better off in your hands, Fester, or just dangling in the lobby for any uh, you know riffraff to grab them? If it, I'm going to answer that question truthfully, it's probably safer. Just, you should put a left one on Steve's desk. Getting picked up by a random stranger. There there you go. All right. Uh, Ready for more odds in the news? Please. A Lancaster County, Pennsylvania guy has been charged with indecent exposure after removing his clothes and jumping into one of those bagged ice freezers out in front of the convenience store. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> what the hell? You know, on a hot day, have you ever walked by one of those and be like, oh, I'd like to jump in there right now? No, no, no never, <laughs> not once. Was he making like a TikTok video or was he trying to do something for him? Because it's pretty cold in Pennsylvania now, right? It's like 30 degrees or something. Jonathan Beck, 35, of East Earl Township was charged with criminal mischief 
possession of marijuana, public drunkenness, and indecent exposure. This is out of uh, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Jonathan Beck, oh, he's from East Earl Township, was charged with all these deals. It turns out that he removed all of his clothing while at a gas pump. And according to police, he then removed several ice bags from the bagged ice freezer and then jumped inside while completely naked, completely undressed. And apparently they had to dispose of numerous bags of ice because his junk and his <laughs> naked body Ew. had touched some of the ice bags. Oh, but come on. It's the outside of the bag. The ice is still <laughs> good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a plastic bag. Right. I mean, uh, come on. No. Okay, so he must have taken his, he could have taken his clothes off if he got gasoline on his clothes. Yeah, but why would you then jump into the ice freezer? Yeah, that's why right. Would, yeah, probably yeah, jugs are involved. Yeah, probably want to think of that. All right, so Beck allegedly admitted to consuming marijuana and was also found in possession. So I wonder if it was like some kind of laced marijuana. I wonder if it had some type of, uh, you know, hallucinogenic that was, why would you... Maybe he was in. Maybe he ate something like ingested marijuana somehow and Some, freaked him out. Well, he had marijuana on his body, on his person. But if he was naked, I don't know. I guess maybe it was in the clothes that he stripped off. But it sounds like a dare by from a buddy or <laughs> yeah, a I mean, TikTok. You know, there's no way you just do this. What would possess you to take all your clothes off at a gas station? While pumping gas and then jump into the ice freezer. You know those big, you know the boxes, right? And they got the little metal door you open up, you grab the bag of ice. A lot of times they're outside. Oh boy, anyway. So did he leave? I wonder if he just left the gas pump like hitched in there with his, with the screw. You know how you kind of can. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. What is it called when you're trying to pump gas and you have other things to do like clean out your car? And so you. The latch. You latch latch the handle. Yes, you latch the handle. So did he latch the handle and then take his clothes off? I don't know. All right. Obviously he did because he's trying to be efficient with time. Right. But I don't know if he was still pumping gas. All right. Anyway, that's what we call a moron in the news. And they had to throw away bags of ice because his junk touched the outside plastic of some of the ice, which. I'll still throw yeah. that in my lemonade. Not, yeah, seriously. I have no I mean, it's, problem. The, it's the outside bag. It's not like his junk touched the ice inside the bag. Oh, right. oh, I know what it was. It's Lancaster, Amish country. He was an Amish who was participating in Rumpspringer. There you go. What? What? <laughs> what? Rumpspringer is a big Amish oh. like, coming of age thing. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. All right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not up on all the Amish stuff. I apologize. All right. Hey, we, uh, we took a little time with our little uh, exploits with the key. So that means I got to push the second chunk of Morons in the News next. And uh, it gets better from here. Hang on. Yeah, good morons today. And we'll do it next on the MJ Morning Show here on Q105. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Uh, you got the MJ Morning Show. It's Q105. It's rolling up on 703 and uh, got a couple of questions for you. Number one, and, and since this is a continuation of Morons in the News, uh, maybe that'll help you put things into context. Uh, question is, 
What do you do if you have guests that maybe won't leave? Let's say you're hosting people at your house and they just won't leave. You want them to go. They so, linger. They're, they're called lingers, aren't they? What What do you do? Oh, what, what do you what is that? Lingers? Like lingers. Uh, yeah. I, I forget what movie it was, but somebody they wouldn't. Uh, somebody was over for dinner and they wouldn't leave, and they're like lingers. God, get out. The li- so that was a line in a movie. Yeah, I can't remember what movie. Are you serious? That's a pretty accurate definition of what they would be lingerers. Right. We had friends like that. I mean, what do you go excuse yourself for a minute and come back in pajamas? Be like, all right, guys. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. And if what I if- have lingers, I just. Fall, I go to sleep on the couch right in front of him. It's not rude at all. Right. And then what if you're like really clever and you're scheming and mm-hmm. you're cunning? Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, all right. So here's, here's the deal. So a Syracuse man, this is up in Syracuse, New York. By the way, it's one of the schools that my son Julian is looking at. Maybe the uh, orange men. Well, you know what? I think they canceled that. Yeah, I, it's not the orange I, men I, yeah, anymore. That's I, really gender specific. Oh yeah, I think it's like the orange they. Well, isn't it, wasn't it literally like <laughs> it's the, uh, an orange was there? It's the yeah. orange them. I think it's now just the Syracuse bright, bright red, not quite. It's yellow. the orange humans. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I think it's literally. I really think it's just the orange. No, like Syracuse I orange. Don't think you're allowed to call them the orange men anymore because it's the uh, orange, the cuties. Yeah, whatever. All right, so this is out of Syracuse, New York. <laughs> uh, guys, Tangerines. guys, well, if it's more what? Why can't you call them orange men? Because, well, because it offensive. was it was offensive to people that weren't men, and we got all the pronoun things going on these days. What about days. the blue man group? What about those? Oh, that's very offensive. That's the blue why women they've been canceled. That's why you don't see them anywhere anymore. Huh? The blue men. <laughs> Talk about a scam. They, they used to be called the blue wieners before they. <laughs> that's how it started. And they would play drums with no. just with their blue wieners. <laughs> they were the blue wieners. I mean, that I, was a show. I, that I, was a show, guys. If it's morons in the news. And a guy is trying to get visitors to leave. What do you think this entails? I have a guess. What? Holding a gun to them. You know what? That is not a bad guess. Yes, thank you. I'll take a good answer. Damn it. Incorrect, but it's not a bad guess. Syracuse guy has been charged with arson. Oh, no. Why the hell would you set your own apartment on fire to get your guests? You, you must your party. You must really want them to leave if you're going to set your own damn place on fire. It doesn't make sense. This apartment's on fire. <laughs> they still don't leave. Uh, right. If you don't leave, I'm going to light this whole place up. All right. Uh, was that on the air or off the air? Okay, so you can go on the air, Andrew. Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> Listeners are telling me the movie that you're referring to was the Pineapple Express. Oh, Pineapple Express, with yes. The, with the lingering? With the guy who was buying weed from him and he wouldn't leave. Okay. And what did he say? Linger, man. Linger. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was James Franco. All right. So, Syracuse, New York. A guy's been charged with arson after cops said he set his shower curtain on fire in his apartment in order to try to get the visitors to leave, to go. I don't understand. What did he do? Go, oh my gosh, it's on fire. You guys better get out of here. Something like that. My shower's all ablaze. (laughs) I'm going to stay. I'll take care of this. Yeah, you get out of here. Daniel Hart, 39 years old, wanted people inside his his apartment to leave. Uh, This is according to the criminal complaint. He went into his bathroom, set the shower curtain on fire with a lighter, 
the curtain fell onto the floor where it burned until police arrived and stomped out the fire. The floor and door frame of the bathroom were burned. By setting the fire, Hart endangered the people in his apartment and other people living in the building, according to the police. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. 13 other units were in the building. He's been charged with second-degree arson, a felony. He's being held at the uh, Onondaga County Justice Center on a $5,000 cash bail. I don't know if he's been released yet, but... Was this, like, alcohol-related? Was this drug-fueled? I mean, come on. It's a poor decision, so possibly. Yeah, I would say it is a poor decision. I mean, who in their right mind would set their own bathroom shower curtain on fire as an effort to get guests in your apartment to leave? All right, we haven't seen how hideous his shower curtain is. I mean, maybe he was, you know, just two birds, one stone. I'm going to get rid of the shower curtain. (laughs) And get rid of these people at the same right, time. That sounds good. like this plan <laughs> backfired. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I'll You're, be here all day. You want a quack quack? Please. I think it deserves that. Quack quack. Thank you. There you go. All right. Let's uh, do some morons of the news a little closer to home. You know what? Boys, don't you come to Florida and pull this crap. Three Texas men have been arrested for stealing more than a grand from the Leaky Tiki Barbecue on Fort Myers Beach. What a great name. The Leaky Tiki? I, ooh, All right. Now, I guys, like that. it's Fort Myers Beach. Yeah. Well, hold, on, hold on. Hold on. You don't like what? The name Leaky Tiki. Because it sounds like bladder issues? Is that why? <laughs> sounds like someone's taking a leaky on your tiki. Is that it? Yes. <laughs> No, but I mean, haven't they been through enough? Fort Myers Beach, one of the most devastated areas with Hurricane Ian. And then we've got three Texas men that come to Florida and they're trying to rip stuff off from the Leaky Tiki Barbecue. They stole $1,017. According to the Lee County Sheriff's Office, a Hillsborough County deputy, and of course, uh, counties and sheriff's offices and police departments all over the state of Florida have gone down to some of the hurricane-stricken areas like uh, Fort Myers, that's Lee County, and have assisted with law enforcement because of the the need and the the, the, uh, destruction. So according to the Lee County Sheriff's Office, a Hillsborough County deputy saw a pickup truck back into the parking lot of the Leaky Tiki Barbecue on Estero Boulevard, The deputy watched as the three men got out of the truck, began looting pieces of hurricane debris around the property. What did we say? We said that they're going to be looters. You're going to have also uh, repair scammers. You're going to have roofing scammers. There are already stories of people ripping folks off, you know, promising repairs. All right, hold on. And taking their cash and running. They're picking up debris? They're picking up items around the property. So... They are taking things that they're not allowed. It's not like they're picking up, like, uh, you know, I, I would imagine scraps of roof or t- shingles. They were obviously taking things of value. Okay. The men filled the back of the pickup truck with items. More deputies arrived at the scene. And Christopher Thompson, Joseph Burton, and Alexander Thompson, 43, 31, and 26, respectively, were detained. 
Cops searched the pickup truck, found a plastic bag with a large amount of single-dollar bills. Large pieces of scrap metal were found on the truck as well. They found an open cash register with no cash in it in the back of the truck. More scrap metal inside the trailer, so they were towing that. And dollar bills were scattered around the ground of the property. This so, is a strip club or something? D- no, oh. detectives spoke with the owner of the Leaky Tiki Barbecue, who explained that his restaurant was decorated with dollar bills. Oh, yeah. yes. So on the roof, on the ceiling, yeah, yeah. On the ceiling, the walls. You've been to those places. That's the worst where, idea where, ever. Where people will write their names or they'll write things on dollar bills, and then it gets pinned or tacked to the ceiling or the wall. Somebody that, actually robbed those dollar bills. I, I I did that at the Salty Dog uh, in Homer, Alaska. Don't they have those? They have those bars in Key West too. Yeah, yeah, my, they have them all over hey, the place. My name. Uh, is on a dollar bill at the Salty Dog in Homer, Alaska, at the very end there. So this... At the bottom of the Kenai. This tiki, leaky tiki barbecue goes through a hurricane. The Fort Myers Beach location, according to their website, temporarily closed. Well, because it's wrecked. The dollar bills didn't blow off? It's amazing. Well, they've stuck to pieces of the restaurant wall and ceiling, apparently. So these jackasses, these three Texans come to Florida. Boys, don't you come to Florida and do this. And they're looting crap. According to the report, detectives found writing on the dollar bills in the pickup and $1,017 worth of dollar bills were inside the truck. They also found six ID cards, driver's licenses, didn't belong to these guys. Boys, you're in trouble. It's like a lot of work for not that much. Um, I mean, I'm all for a good scam, but, you know, hey, guys, let's take all the dollars off the wall. I mean, that's... Uh, Fest, yeah. don't even talk about being in for a good scam. <laughs> hey, dude, there's something wrong with you. I, I am. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm open to it. Can we get one of the local imaging places to do a, a CT scan of his brain? I, what is I, going I, on I, in I, there? I refuse to be... Uh, what the hell is going on I in your head? I refuse to be subject to these hack medical diagnoses. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, really? All right. All right. Hey, I, I think it's worth mentioning... It's not leaky, L-E-A-K-Y. It's leaky, L-I-K-I. Yeah, leaky, tiki, or whatever the, the heck it is. Yeah, as far as a strip club goes, Froggy, that's a terrible name for a strip club. Definitely is. Yeah, welcome to the leaky, tiki boys. Uh, no thanks. All right, did you hear the latest Tom Brady rumor? <laughs> There's so many of them. Well, I don't know if I heard the did latest. Did you hear what, what Roethlisberger is saying could happen? So Roethlisberger, former Steelers quarterback, and of course the uh, Bucks got <laughs> beaten by the Steelers, you got to hear this. Hold on to this thought. The, the, Roethlisberger is floating a really uh, oof, uh, weird Tom Brady scenario. All right, you got to hear this. Hang on. That and a whole lot more next. We start the long, long, uninterrupted segment of the MJ Morning Show next here on Q105. So stand by, please. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. MJ Morning Show, Q105, and of course, the incredible ace of bass. One of the greatest 
bands of all time. Ace of bass, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, seven, seven. You say so. Well, hold on. You know, one of their songs is being used in that. Is it a? It's a beer commercial, and it's uh, I saw the sign. So you know, those were their two big hits. All that she wants is another baby, and then the other one is I saw the sign. Opened up my. And it's a, it's a beer commercial. It's running right now, and it's like I saw the sign for what the beer is that what it's about. Sure, sounds good. Yeah, the Miller Lite uh, TV commercial. Is that what it is, Miller yeah. Lite? Yeah. See, they, they should use this Ace of Bass song. All that I want is another beer. <laughs> and what is the the beer is for Miller Lite, and they're trying to suggest that it's it's only one calorie more than the competition, and it tastes better. Yeah, right? that's that. Hold what... on, here's here's the run the commercial. Yeah, here it is. In some seedy like convenience store, has more taste and only yeah. one more calorie than Michelob Ultra. There it is. Yeah. When you think of a light beer, you think of Mick Ultra. They a low carb. They right. advertises that, but you know, hey, so tastes they, better. One more calorie. There you go. And uh, how much did uh, Ace of Base make off of them using the song in their commercial? <laughs> Who knows? Depends if they sold their rights out or at least one hundred fifty bucks each. I think. Hey, uh, I have a couple of blurbs regarding. Tom Brady. Now, Ben Roethlisberger has something to say, and then uh, two folks that you know from uh, like NFL uh, analysis, they've got some thoughts as well. All right, now Ben Roethlisberger, who spent uh, a ton of seasons with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he was at the game. So Roethlisberger was at the game. Of course, he retired. When did Roethlisberger leave? A couple uh, of years back? Well, I think last year was his was it last, last year. Right. Is he opening up the burger place? Uh, Roethlisberger's? Uh, I mean, well, he's talking about a merger with Wahlburgers. <laughs> it's Roethlisberger's. 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 Oh, I'm so Walrus. Yeah. He's actually in the process of opening a family retreat center, so I'm sure oh, he'll have boring. some barbecue uh, and burgers well, there. Are, are you serious? Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. What was the controversy surrounding Ben Roethlisberger? There, there was a couple. He's had a yeah. couple uh, Do you know what? Things. Do you know what they are? So uh, did he uh, take a girl in the bathroom? Yeah, and- there was one story where he got a little aggressive and he thought it was consensual, and later she said it wasn't. And right, so yeah, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. He's had a couple of little uh, bumps. Didn't he have a motorcycle accident where he like flew over like the, yeah. the roof of a car or something? You shouldn't really be riding motorcycles when you're an remember, NFL football I player. That, that adult entertainer that was that was aligned with President Trump for a while said that Ben Ro- the Trump introduced Ben Roethlisberger to her and. He tried Stormy on. Daniels? Yeah, yeah. Like, Donald's like, Intra- meet my friend Ben. Ben, why don't you take her back to uh, her hotel room? You two are, are you, are no, you trying to impersonate Trump? Is that not a good Trump? It's pretty dead on. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's really accurate. <laughs> right. hey, she ate all the cake I, in the place. I, hey, my I, name is Donald. Uh, so this is what Ben Roethlisberger says about Tom Brady. Now, of course, the Steelers stunningly beat the Bucks on Sunday... 20 to 18, and Ben Roethlisberger said it looked like he was watching a different Tom. That's a quote. I thought I was watching a different Tom. I was up there just happy as could be watching the game, said Roethlisberger on his latest podcast. No, you had the audio of it, or he, I, I don't need to play. He the has audio. a podcast. Yeah, he's got a he's got a podcast called Footballing with Ben Roethlisberger. 
Good name. Yeah, I would pay you money not to listen to that podcast. <laughs> well, that's listen. That's why I'm not playing the audio. But yeah. I think listen. Yeah. I think it's important because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady are obviously very important to the Tampa Bay area. And he said, "This is just my opinion. Tom is the greatest. The Super Bowl ring show it." It didn't look like he wanted to be out there. Maybe it was the pressure and he was getting hit and whatever was going on. At one point, I looked down there and said, there's no way he's enjoying this. No way. I was enjoying being up there watching the game. It just didn't look fun for him. And then he said that it looked like Tom Brady just didn't want to be there. Uh, he doesn't bring up the potential family distraction with the whole Giselle situation. But he did offer them a Groupon to his family retreat that he's but building. What the hell is this? And there's one other thing. Oh, the other thing's <laughs> even better. So the other bit of speculation is even more intense surrounding Tom Brady. Hang on. What kind of a retreat does Roethlisberger have, Roxanne? And how do you know about I, I this? I just read, what's he, I said, what's Ben Roethlisberger doing now? You know, that gives, and, and it popped up and said he's retired and he's in the process of opening a family retreat center. What the hell does that mean? I, maybe it has something to do with does his it have foundation. Like, like ping pong tables? I mean, what was a, what was a family? Yeah, like mental health. Uh, that's these are just my guesses. Kind of like uh, maybe like the Miss Maisel camp only, you know, football <laughs> players. I don't yeah. know. Or Uncle Buck. Yeah. You know, some kind of, what was that? Oh no, the great outdoors. That's what I was thinking of. Like what wasn't John Candy in that, right? Maybe yeah. he's gonna do something like that. All right. The other one is even more ugh. there is an analyst that thinks that Tom Brady could walk away in the middle of the season. All right. These That's people, the way to do it. Yeah, people are just uh, making this crap And they're trying to get now. attention. And I want to say one thing about what Ben said. Like, what does he mean he doesn't look like he's having fun? I'm trying to picture Tom two years ago. Look at what is he, like, zippity doo yeah. and skipping around <laughs> the field. Like, define your, your idea that he doesn't yeah. look like he's yeah. having fun. Tom's aggravated because his defense sucks. And instead of giving him another chance to win the game, they let Pittsburgh get, like, third and sixteen. I would imagine every time you get hit by one of those big football players, it kind of hurts. So I'd imagine that puts you probably in a bad Can I get to the thing here, please? I mean, I guess. Have I'm you heard of <clears throat> Have you heard of Chris Sims? Yes, we've heard of Chris Sims. He was a uh, Bucks quarterback. His father, Phil uh, Sims. Uh, no, no, who's Chris Sims? Never heard of him. Oh, in your face, <laughs> wow. dude! It was it was rhetorical. Roxanne either comes off as knowing nothing about sports or everything about sports. It was I wasn't I wasn't asking seriously. Have you ever heard of Chris Sims? That was rhetorical. She smashed you, you, man. She didn't smash me. I I I bet you when you read the story the first time you had to Google Chris Sims. I didn't. All right, right. what what are you you trashing me? I'll tell you right now. Chris Sims, drafted by the Buccaneers under John Gruden, he has carved out an amazing. Uh, commentary career. He has his uh, NFL, uh, NBC show. He's on Sunday Night Football with Tony Jones. He's in the studio. Yeah, he's he, big time. Yes. Oh, why don't you give us his whole resume, I, bro? Well, so after Roxanne did, yeah, of <laughs> course. I know who Chris Sims is. I okay. was, I was just setting it up. It was rhetorical. But who so, is he for real? Because I don't. Right. He's some really. He's like some albino tan kid. It's I, really crazy. Can I please tell the damn story here? So Chris Sims, who uh, quarterback for a couple of teams. He spent eight seasons in the NFL. Like, I don't know, you know what I'm talking about here. Chris Sims is now saying that he would not be surprised if Tom Brady walks away in the middle of the NFL season. So now we've got Roethlisberger saying 
that eh, he just didn't want to be there. It didn't look like he wanted to be out there at all and like he was like disinterested. But now Chris Sims says that he thinks that Brady could walk away from the game. Thank you, Chris. In in the middle of the season here. So Sims was speaking on NBC's Pro Football Talk Live along with Mike Florio, and this was on Tuesday, and Florio asked Sims, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, chance one of those guys taps out and walks out during the season. Which of the two is more likely right now to do it? And Sims said, normally I'd feel like Rodgers. That that would be the guy. But because of this year and some of the off-field stuff, come on, say Giselle. Why can't you say Giselle? That's hitting home and the personal stuff with Brady. This is the one year that I feel maybe it might be Brady. It seems like, and I don't know this, that his wife is threatening divorce or going down that road by all due accounts of what you read. I think Rodgers is usually the guy to be more renegade and be more like, screw this, I'm out of here. But this is a weird year where we're seeing Brady do weird crap and having personal issues. Florio then said, I have thought all along there's a chance that Brady checks out during the season And I still think that happens. They're on NBC doing this, uh, what is it, NBC's uh, Pro Football Talk Live. It's a national show, man. It's on NBC Sports every morning. Hello. So So, they're they're both saying that they think that Tom Brady could walk away from the Bucs like any time in the middle of the season. Or Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, I've often felt that sports radio or sports guys like this are the dumbest level of broadcasters. Because <laughs> they, they are. They are. sports talk, Extended sports talk shows. There's a reason why sports should be like 90 seconds at the end of the newscast. Because these guys have nothing to talk about and they just make up stuff. I think he's going to walk away from the team. <laughs> take calls, yeah. take calls, fire up the lines uh, right now. Yeah. Give me your hot takes here. All right, who's going to walk away? Who's not going to walk away? Who's a lot of predictions. Walk? All right. Yeah, this is they just need crap to talk. The greatest quarterback of all time is not going to walk away from his team. Sims over here should break his own leg to kick himself in the ass for saying something so <laughs> stupid. Break his leg like a Joe Theismann deal? He just snap it off to uh, kick himself in his own ass. And I like Chris Sims. Well, he almost died when he played for the Bucks. Yeah, didn't he break his spleen or something? Yes, exactly. He, and he just thought it was like, oh, my ribs are a little what? hurt. And he lost all this blood. Yeah. What a weenie. Hey, speaking of football, and then we'll move on because Fester wants to talk about reverse catfishing. It's something I've just been exposed to. Yeah, Fester has discovered apparently something called reverse catfishing. The fish catting? But first, I want you to listen to this. Speaking. <laughs> That's a good name for it. Speaking of football. <laughs> You're you're pretty close. Oh, I know what that is. Oh, Uh, I didn't hear it, but now that you say that, I know what it is. I said, speaking of football. (laughs) 
right, so what do you think it is? Okay. <laughs> hey, so hang on, hold on, hold on a second, hang on. Da, da, da. Who hit that last oh. note? Yeah, originally, I thought it was like the Folsom Prison Men's Choir. <laughs> the Folsom Prison? <laughs> what are you, Johnny Cash? Yeah, they walk the line. The Hello, first, I'm Johnny Cash. That's the first prison I could think of. Um, it sounds like a bunch of grown men. Was it like a hockey team or something? No, because he said, speaking of football. Oh, oh yeah. Team yeah. Spe- speaking of football, I mean, speaking yeah, of it's a hockey team. <laughs> what, is, it a hump? is it a football team? The Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> are, yeah. They're releasing a Christmas album. That's great. <laughs> they sound pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I like it. The, the, the Philadelphia Eagles are putting out a Christmas album. That's one of the tracks. Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, all right, I'm down for it. I, I'd, I'd be interested to hear the rest of it. You remember I took that picture on my Instagram of the uh, young blonde woman with her like uh, yeah. her hot little oh, yeah. body and her uh, midriff showing. And her nasty shirt. And, and she's got a shirt that said, uh, what what it say? The bleeping eagles? The, yeah, the, the F-bomb eagles. Yeah. So I'm at Walmart. Folks, if you haven't seen this, it, it's on my Instagram. And I took this, I don't know, a month ago, maybe it was, you know, toward the beginning of the season. And I'm at Walmart up at Dale Mabry in 275, which, by the way, uh, Michelle's friend, uh, Stephanie, had her purse snatched in that parking lot. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, not recently. This is about I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. But uh, you know, just walking to Walmart and then okay. in the parking lot, purse snatched. Right, Boom, God. Way to hold on to a grudge and make it sound like breaking news. <laughs> okay. Oh, her friend had a search. A search, search. <laughs> yeah. Her purse was snatched in 2004. Oh, so you know, <laughs> be careful. Still recovering. That's <laughs> about right. Uh, but, uh, but I was at the Walmart, Dale, maybe 275, and. This is a month ago, and a woman right near the front. I was I had just checked out, and she had checked out as well. And I look at her shirt, and it's it's a a green t shirt, and it's cut off, and you can see her whole belly button. It's got the whole midriff is showing on this young woman. She's wearing some gray sweats, and uh, I said, "Hey, can I get a picture of your shirt?" Ew, oh, why you, I, creepy I didn't old know man? You asked her, Ugh. and she said. What? Oh, what? Say that again. What? I didn't know you asked her. I, I thought you just like no, I surreptitiously snapped that. No, because you can tell that she's pulling her hat down. Because she thinks you're a uh. creep. So I said, hey, do you mind if I take a picture of your shirt? And she had a like. Why a, didn't you just say your boobs? Because that's essentially no, what you're doing. No, no, I did want. I did want to take a picture of her boobs. But that's what you took a picture of. It's her shirt. Because Roxanne. her shirt covers them. Fester, can you bring it up, please? Go um, go to my Instagram. Instagram blocked me out. I, they, what do you mean Instagram blocked you out? So overnight we had a computer update, and everything that I'm logged into, I got logged out of. So I have to log back into stuff. And of course, I don't know my. Uh, uh, anyway, so it. if you go to my Instagram, folks, if you want to see this, if you want to see the young blonde girl, and I ask permission. You know, this is like a People of Walmart deal where uh, on the People of Walmart website, you see the craziest forms of humanity because Walmart has a little bit of everything. So this is you know, sort of like a People of Walmart deal. And, you know, this young blonde woman and she's got this, the effing eagles. And it's just, it's, but it spells it out. And I took, a, I said, hey, can I take a picture? And she said to me, hey, you're not the first one to ask if you could take a picture. 
So she's already had people ask. Oh, Let me tell you, someone came up to me and asked me to take a picture of my boobs in a supermarket. I wasn't Security. taking a picture yeah. of her boobs. Security. <laughs> I, mean, if, I would if say walking yes. around Walmart, yeah, sure. And then I would take their phone from them and put it under my shopping cart and smash it. I was not... What? I was right. not taking a picture of her boobs. Yeah. Roxanne, you're walking around a t-shirt that says the bleeping eagles. You're looking right. for attention. Folks, do you want to see this? Listen, if you want to see the t-shirt I'm talking about, go to my Instagram. Go to Certified MJ Radio. I'm going to tell you where it is. It is... All right, you got to scroll down, and it looks like it's, what, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 20... Four twenty-seven. It, it's like thirty down. It's like thirty tiles down, and it's you'll see her. I mean, she's wearing a green shirt, and it says the effing Eagles, and then she's got a a green matching Budweiser foam fronted trucker's cap. She's and, a good egg. And she said to me, "Hey, you're not the first one to ask. Hey, no problem." So she. She actually tilted her head down and she pulled the hat over her face. So we can't see her face, but you can see her with her belly showing and, and she's not big boob, by the way. So I, I wasn't taking a picture. So there, Roxanne, I wasn't taking a picture. Oh, oh, so you're only going to take pictures of women oh, with yeah. big boobs? Right. Uh, Is no, that what you're saying? No, she, she has small boobs. That's I, what I'm saying. I didn't care about her boobs. I was right. taking a picture of the t-shirt. All right. You don't care about Both small boobs. Both of you, boobs. stop. Roxanne, yes. you sound like a weirdo. MJ, you sound like a creep. <laughs> Both of you, stop. Right, so, uh, I'm going to hold the picture up, by the way, to MJTV. So if you're watching MJTV, this is the picture. Andrew, does this look okay on MJTV? Look good? All right, so I'm holding up the picture right now of the young woman at Walmart with the bleeping eagles thing. And if you want to see it, go to my Instagram and search for Certified MJ Radio. And if you're on Instagram, give me a follow. You can give me a follow at Certified MJ Radio and see the picture of the... uh, the blonde girl with the bleeping Eagles T-shirt from Walmart at Dale Mabry in two seventy-five. But I kind of like the song. It's not bad. Yeah, the I Eagles it was well mixed. There's something a little weird with the story. (laughs) Well, I just got to say, the highlight of, for me, of the 1980s was the Super Bowl shuffle. The Bears and Refrigerator Perry and all that, right? Walter Payton. Now that's a song. Yeah, the Super Bowl shuffle. And I like to dance, yep. Uh, Uh Well, there's something weird about the Philadelphia Eagles deal here. So they're putting out a Christmas album. But it's getting released on December 23rd. What? Yeah. Why would you release it two days before Christmas? Does that make any sense at all? I mean, who's really going to run out and buy it? I mean, they could have got any all-male orchestra to sing, and they could just said it's the Eagles. I mean, who could really tell? They could have got the gay man's orchestra to do seven, it. <laughs> Seven-song album, <laughs> and it's titled A Philly Special Christmas. And it features a bunch of their big players. So seven songs, including Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And it's coming out on December 23rd, two days before Christmas. That makes no sense a million to me. So have they released any other cuts from the album? 
Because you know there's going to be a couple of teaser Jingle cuts. bells, jingle bells, hut, hut, jingle all the way. Hike. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hut, hut, hike. Omaha. All right. So Santa Claus is coming to town. That was released as a little uh, teaser. So that was released yesterday. Just the little clip that I just played, they put that out, a sneak peek. Came out yesterday. That's cool. So we don't know what the other six songs are. Well, hang on a minute. They're going to do uh, A Night Before Christmas is going to be on there. And uh, that's all we know. Are so, they going to do that, like, you know, really sexually aggressive Christmas song? Oh, they... Baby, it's cold yeah. outside. Oh, yeah. Let me get out of your apartment. Let me lock the door. How about <laughs> I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus? Or what is the... Um, oh, grandma got run over by the... The reindeer, yeah, yeah. By, like, the Philadelphia no. Eagles uh, offensive line or something. Grandma got CTE from a reindeer. Oh, got CTE. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That's a good one. I mean, the reindeer yeah. ran her over. The Let's... Eagles should have hired you as a writer, Frog. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right, so. Tell you what. It's just odd, though. They're releasing it two days before Christmas. What's for last-minute shoppers? For, no, why would you release it, like, around Thanksgiving time or something? The Bucks should put out a rap album. I mean, hell, yeah. I, you know, the Costco and Home Depot, they had the Christmas crap out in, like, July. Yeah, I'm a Bucks fan. I'm not spending a penny on some Philadelphia Eagle crap. Yeah, I don't know what the story is, whether it's free or whether they're going to charge for it. All right, time is at 745. It is 745 on the MJ Morning Show. And, Fester, yeah, I want to get to a catfishing thing. We'll do that next. But first, uh, so Fester found this deal on reverse catfishing. So stand by. We'll get to that in a minute. First, though, I saw a homeless guy. I was assume he's homeless. I saw a beggar, and this was at I-275 and West Shore. So when you get off at I-275 and West Shore, so it's 275 South. And if you get off at that exit, you go right, you're heading down through that West Shore District, and, you know, you've got uh, the International Plaza straight ahead down the road. If you go left, you've got the Kennedy Boulevard, and you've got the West Shore Plaza shopping mall. Uh, you get the uh, the Waffle House right there on the, on the corner. So I'm pulling off the exit ramp, and there's one of these guys, which we see a lot around the Tampa Bay area. Uh, it's men and women. I've seen both, and they're begging for money. They're trying to get money from the cars that are backed up waiting for the traffic light to turn. And they're holding yeah. typically some kind of a, you know, cardboard sign. Please help. Uh, I've got three kids. I'm hungry. All right, we Anything will, you know. They have their, yeah, each have their, they each have their I, plate. I, here's my problem. Okay. I got a guy on Sunday. So I get I get back from uh, Connecticut at like I flew in about uh, about eleven a.m. I don't know ten thirty a.m. I get back in from uh, uh, from Boston, flew in, and I'm running errands on Sunday, getting stuff done. So I'm getting off at two seventy five, and the guy's out there. He's begging, so he's kind of walking the line. The light turns red, the cars back up, and he's walking the line, walking past everyone's window. He's holding the sign, and he's on a cell phone. He's talking. So he's having a conversation. That's just rude. Well, that's my point. That's my point exactly. So what kind of a half-ass beggar are you if you're not giving your full attention to, like, trying to communicate with the cars? You're telling me you're going to be so rude you're begging for money? Listen, I don't hand out money typically ever to the beggars. I donate to organized charities. 
But I'll tell you right now, if you're going to half-ass it, I'm, there's no way in hell that I'm ever going to give you money. Dude, See, if you, you're homeless, you shouldn't be holding an electric device well, to begin well, with. Well, he's got a he had a he had a cell phone. He's on the phone. He's having a conversation. It it was it was not a flip phone. It was uh, a. Uh, a sm- I couldn't see exactly which phone it was. All right, so smartphones run the gamut. You know, they do. But there's some very inexpensive right. ones, and there's a lot of programs but, that provide uh, free phones. Is that rude, though? Well, you got the government programs. Yeah. Pr- remember they had the Obama phones or I, whatever? Which I think are actually great. Yeah, so remember the, Who's that, the homeless guy calling? I don't know. They still have Obama phones? Well, that's the point. They have free government phones for so, people that need them, yes. But how half-assed is that? You're begging for money? And you're on the phone? I mean, come on, put some effort. Give us some focus. If you're working the cars at the the off-ramp at 275 in West Shore, don't be on your phone while you're walking by a half a dozen cars looking for cash. You don't know what he was talking about or who he was talking to. A, he could have been talking to Skitch, and Skitch was saying, hey, listen, the corner over at Boy Scout in West Shore is really popping right now. You need to move north a little bit. <laughs> Two, he could have been closing hey, a big... Uh, I'm at 275 in Bears. What, what do you? How do you yeah. say it? Beers. 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 Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've been I've been here since 1994, and I've always heard Bears. Yeah. And then Fester told me it's that Beers. He knew the family, and it's Beers. No, no, no. They contacted me when I started in radio. I did traffic reports, and I always called it Bear Ass every time. <laughs> it was actually on Bear Ass, and the family contacted me and goes, "Please pronounce our family's name correctly. It's Beers, as in fierce with a B." So I still called it Bear yeah. Ass. So the guy at, at Beers in 275, you think he was calling Skitch hey. over at, two, at West Shore in 275? Hey, man, action's good up here, man. Get up here now. Get I'm, on your I'm, bike. I'm working the uh, northbound. You go on the other side. You work the southbound, man. Hop on your bike now. You'll be here in two I, hours. I'm just saying, man, if you are begging for money, get off your freaking cell phone. You know what? I don't know. I kind of disagree with you. I've been sitting here <laughs> thinking about this because it's almost like I want the softer cell. Like I, I would prefer someone to walk by. Just you want the softer cell? Because what is that like? The is that like yeah. the softer side of Sears? Yeah. Is that she like? Painted love. Come see the psycho side of Roxanne. Oh, what were you gonna say, Frog? Well, she said tainted love. Just remind me of soft cell. The soft cell tainted yeah. love. Hold on. MJ, hold on. Is that, is that the soft cell that's just the soft cell tainted love? Or is that the one that goes into baby, baby, where did our love go? Is that the special re- that's that the remix? I don't know. Don't what know. did we play? So, okay, Roxanne, make an excuse for the half-assed, distracted. I mean, okay, I would say that I agree. It's it's disrespectful. If you're a beggar and you're begging cars for money, get off your cell phone. Mm, But you know what? If you don't have money in your car to give them, you feel better about that interaction. You know, like I feel terrible if I see someone, they're looking at me and, you know, making their plight with their eyes, with their body language, because they're not on their phone and I can't help them. So, you know, he's kind of distracted. Look, if you're, if you have it, great, hand it to him. If you don't, don't hand it to him. Now, I do agree with you. I have no idea what you're saying. Maybe make some phone calls to try (laughs) to find some resources or some work if there's jobs that suit you. What are you saying? You know, he was was on the phone turning down a job offer because he was making so much money on the corner. No, I don't know how to flip signs. I told you. (laughs) All right. Hey, and do you remember years ago, this is during the MJ Morning Show, you remember what happened at that exact same off-ramp? Do you remember? Uh, No. 
No. I mean, I don't remember what happened I, at the I, corner 20 I, years ago. I think it was the Amscott building. You know the Amscott building right there at 275 in West Shore? Yes. We had office workers that worked in that building. I don't know if they worked for Amscott or who they worked for. But in that building, we were contacted on the MJ Morning Show years ago. And they said, hey, MJ, I want to let you know. And maybe you want to do an undercover you know, investigation or something. But there was a homeless guy or there was a guy that was operating and begging at that corner. And they said they watched him every day. He was out there for hours. And then they would see him. Park his truck. The guy was driving like yeah, an a, Escalade. No, no, it was yeah, a, wasn't uh, it? No, it was like a Ford F, a brand new Ford F one fifty. Really nice vehicle. Yeah, it was a Ford F one fifty. The <laughs> guy, the guy would drive to like the parking lot next to the Amscott building, would park, and then walk with his cardboard sign and beg, be out there for the day, and then they would watch him go right back to his vehicle, and it was like a brand new F one fifty. Listen, it wasn't man. like some raggedy, you know, parts falling off the damn thing. If he's out there working every day, he earned that truck, I guess. Oh, my God. Or he scammed everybody. Another 900 cars and make the payment on this thing. <laughs> but that was a racket, and they're saying, you know, that's probably how he made the car payment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like he was a hard worker. Uh, Ro- Roxanne, I, 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 you, you were dragging me down some rabbit hole. No, I don't I'm just know. trying to think outside the box Same. on this. How would I feel if I saw that? I, I would... It wouldn't bother me. Do me a favor. Me. Can you get back in the box? <laughs> I, I don't want you outside the box. I want get you, back I, in the box. I, I, I want you in the box, all right? About two Please. weeks ago, I was in the corner of Waters yeah. and Florida Avenue, and there was some guy hustling like frozen waters or cold waters. Yep. It was like 1,000 degrees outside. I was, I was like, how much? He goes, a buck. I was like, you got it. Bought, you drank his I'm water. Hold on. Did, did you check to see that was, the yeah. seal was still on there? Yeah. You got those little jagged little plastic teeth to make sure that the cap is still attached to the ring because you don't want some guy just collecting old, oh. used, like right. Zephyr Hills bottles and then filling up with like turlet water or something. No, this, go, this guy ran the finest. Street bum water vending business. Did he have a seven hundred dollar Yeti cooler by any chance? Okay, no, it wasn't. But he had a styrofoam <laughs> cooler at the at the head of the intersection. He had a ninety nine cent Walmart cooler. But I had to I had to sit through. Have two- you seen the prices of those Yeti coolers? Yeah. My God, you can buy like a tool shed at Home Depot yeah, for what I those know. things cost. Yeah, but your tool shed can't keep your ice cold for like you know. A hundred hours. Why are those Yeti coolers so expensive? They're pretty awesome. And why do people drive around with Yeti stickers on the back of their windows? Because they really Have like their cooler. That? Do you remember? I, mean, I don't what, see it as much, but remember people were like driving around with like the Apple logo. Oh, I see it all the time. Yeah, I don't. I guess I it's don't like see the, you get the little Apple. Apple sticker, like in your iPad box, or yeah. I guess in the phone box. And people would be driving around with the Apple sticker on the back window of their car or truck. Well, every time mm. you buy a Yeti anything, yeah. the Yeti mug or the Yeti cooler, they give you a couple of stickers. I know. You know. I see them on the. Why would somebody put a Yeti sticker? Hey, man, I'm gonna make my ride's gonna look a whole lot better if I slap a Yeti sticker on the back. Oh, yeah, that's hillbilly high fashion yeah. right there. Hey, you you got the Yeti sticker? And if Ooh. I see one more flow grown sticker. What's that? <laughs> the Florida grown, the oh. Come on, you haven't seen those? She's seen them. They're all over the place. I'm going to start right. ingrown. So listen. Yeah, I, a bunch of toenails. <laughs> ingrown. <laughs> With a little toenail logo. All right. So, uh, just a tip, if you're if you're trying to beg for money on an off ramp or on the side of the road, 
Yeah, don't work the crowd while you're on the phone talking to somebody. I don't. I just don't think it's a it's a good sell. And if you are working the streets and you're listening to the morning show right now, thank you, thank you. I, I mentioned this early this morning. Uh, Fester, we'll get to your catfishing next. Whatever. Now everyone knows what catfishing is, but Fester found something that's reverse catfishing, which we ought to go to phones on this. Uh, where'd you find this? So we'll find out in a second. If you missed this, we mentioned this pretty close to the beginning of the show this morning in the 6 o'clock hour. And Michelle returned a Hertz rental car yesterday up in Westchester County, New York. So we were up there for Parents Weekend, and I came back on Sunday to do the show on Monday. Michelle stayed with Julian because they left Connecticut where Julian goes to school, and they went up to Boston. They visited BU. They visited uh, Emerson. Then they came back, and they visited a college in Connecticut because Julian's applying to all these different schools. He's a senior in high school. So Michelle returns our rental car. It was a 2022 Dodge Durango. It was It was nice. Uh, it didn't have the Hemi, though. I would have liked the the, brrr, the Hemi version. So Michelle brings the car rental back to the Hertz car rental lot at the Westchester County Airport yesterday. Now, they don't have a big garage. They don't have, like, the, the lanes where you, you, you pull the car in and the Hertz people or the, the, the Dollar, the Avis, the Enterprise. They're, they're not, you don't go to the... Sp- all they have at the Westchester County Airport is a lot. It's like a, an adjacent parking lot right next to the terminal. And you just pull your car into a space and then you got to bring your keys to the counter inside the airport. So Michelle catches a JetBlue flight yesterday, the 530 from HPN Westchester back to Tampa. Uh, left early, by the way. Arrived early. Thank you. And she pulls the white Dodge Durango into the spot. Fester, go to our website. Okay. Uh, we posted the picture. Michelle pulls into the spot, because most of the spots were taken, and there is a totally destroyed rental car return in the spot next to her. Folks, you have got to see. I got it, Fester. You, got you, it. you have got to see the picture of this car. If you go to mjmorningshow.com, Go to mjmorningshow.com, and on the top row, look for stories mentioned on the MJ Morning Show. So click on that, and you'll see the image of this car. And the car is just destroyed. It obviously got rear-ended at a fairly high speed. The car was rear-ended. The car was absolutely destroyed. Uh, go to mjmorningshow.com, go to stories mentioned on the MJ Morning Show, it's the top item, and the headline is Michelle's wife, or uh, MJ's wife, Michelle, returned a rental car next to this. It is a red Toyota Corolla. Is that an LS? It looks like a nice, fairly nice vehicle. Would this be a compact? Or Well, it's compact now, yeah. the whole rear yeah. end is all bashed in. Can you imagine you 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 return a rental car like this? There's a story there. Oh yeah, obviously the whole rear end is bashed in. The bumper is gone. They they have bungee cords that are holding like the trunk down. There is blue painters tape holding the tail lights and the reverse lights on. Okay, the bumper 
is gone. The bumper's gone. Yeah, the and molded just, plastic this, bumper. This the whole plastic bumper is is gone. That must have been destroyed or left at the scene of the crash. All the time and, I drive down the interstate and I see like just the whole bumper off to the side. Yeah, you see the and you see that a lot. You yeah. see like the big plastic bumpers are on the side of the road. <laughs> the whole piece comes yeah, off. And you see it on the interstate. So obviously traffic was backed up and it was a rear end job. But you got to see. So Michelle pulls next to this thing. She's like, oh, my God, I got to take a picture of this. So Michelle took a picture, and it's posted on MJMorningShow.com. And <laughs> so this was not a deal where you pull into the return lane and the rental car company agent checks you in. Did they even tell them that their car was destroyed? Or did they just park the car in spot 57? You can't get away with that, though. Cause won't they? I mean, they obviously have your information. <laughs> they know it's you returning so, well, it. Well, why would you just dump it? Uh, man, I pulled it in. It was perfect. I don't know I, what happened. I, I don't know. Somebody must have hit it in the parking lot. Meanwhile, the bumper is gone. There are bungee cords holding the trunk down. <laughs> There's blue tape that's holding all the plastic parts, the taillights on. When does the chain uh, of custody officially transfer yeah it's, it's yeah good question good, and they probably they probably have security cameras also that probably can capture you driving into the <laughs> lot let's go to the videotape was but, it bj that smashed a car and returned it like that bj did everything you can possibly imagine to a <laughs> rental car at different times bj <laughs> lost rental cars bj once vomited into the air conditioning right down the air vents <laughs> right he projectile vomited right into the air conditioning <laughs> that vent. Scent that, will live on that car that car had to be compacted he, and destroyed he, he vomited imagine? out and it hit the windshield and just rolled into oh, the vents just, it was terrible all right so folks <laughs> you got to see this car it is insane. Go to mjmorningshow.com and click on stories that we mentioned, and there's the photo of this rental car that Michelle pulled next to. All right, let me give out quickly the Rock the Cash Box word. It is 801 here at the MJ Morning Show, and this hour's word is listen. That's L-I-S-T-E-N. So this hour's word is listen. Go ahead and text that nationwide to 45911. Yeah, don't text it to our regular 800-990-104. No, don't text it there. You want to text the word LISTEN nationwide right now to 45911 before quarter after for a shot at 1000 bucks, or you can enter it on the Q105 app or at myq105.com. Good luck. All right, Fester, on to your catfishing deal. Okay. Where did you find this? Uh, you know, I was just... Trolling, which is what I usually I do. I was planning time. something else here, but you know what? I like this. Am I boring you? Roxanne's no, yawning no. over here. <laughs> I mean, and, you, and you tried to suppress that yawn? You didn't do the, I tried to capture it. You didn't do the full gaping mouth yawn. I saw you. You, you looked at me and mm-hmm. you suppressed that yawn. And, it's, it, and it looked more like a snarl. No, your face was all getting contorted like you were having some kind of a, a Bell's palsy thing or something going on over there. All right, so... So the headline is, is reverse catfishing really a thing? So it's not catfishing, it's reverse catfishing. How is that possible? You act like you're ugly? Okay, bingo. That's it. Bingo. Who would do that? Okay, but here's why. Catfishing. Yeah, exactly. Catfishing is when you put pictures of you looking better than you really look, or or maybe pictures of somebody else completely. Yeah, you use somebody that's like smoking hot, and then you have a date, they come pick you up. 
and uh, you know you look like you were hit by a train. Okay, that's the most extreme levels of catfishing. But MJ, is that funny to you? Yeah. Even you have talked about how you know a lot of younger people heavily edit every photo that yeah. they take. So you're expecting somebody that looks like this, and they just don't look like their photo. That falls into the catfishing category because it's not the bill of goods that's being sold. All right, revert. Uh, to explain, what is this from? You saw this where? I saw it on a website that I don't think I've ever been dazeddigital.com. It's a life and culture website. A life and culture website. Can you text me that? Because I want to yeah, check maybe, it out. I want to visit this website. Maybe there's some other good stuff on here. So on this dazed website, is reverse catfishing really a thing? In our attention economy, dating app users are trying out a new tactic to get matches. Ugly photos. My. Uh- Yes. Okay, ugly photos of themselves or of other people. Well, let me read it. I'm going to put up a picture of Quasimodo. My dear friend Daisy asked for some help with setting up her Hinge profile the other week. Are there too many pictures of me with a drink? Do I look like an alcoholic, she asked, sliding her phone over to me. And her other friend Holly, no, Holly said, wrinkling her nose, but it's too normal. You need to show people that you're a bit weird, a bit interesting. I nodded in agreement. My old profile had this horrible picture of me. I was at a festival in the rain, no makeup on. With the hood of my waterproof jacket up, I looked so ugly. Daisy looked baffled and understandably so. Why would I put an ugly photo on a dating app? Everyone has heard of catfishing. When someone presents themselves as better than they are in real life on social media platforms or dating apps. They might heavily edit their photos or, in extreme cases, use photos of somebody else entirely. But now people are doing precisely the opposite of this, presenting themselves as worse than they are in real life, supposedly to pleasantly surprise their date when they actually meet up. Wow. So you want to essentially... Under promise and over deliver. Over deliver. Mm-hmm. Yes, Froggy. Wow, that's all right. That's quite the, devious. That's the biggest word I've ever heard Froggy use. Over deliver. De- devious. Over deliver. <laughs> that's what I base my life on, sir. Under delivering. I reverse catfishing. But what happens if your picture is so <laughs> that you don't get? The quality, yeah, yeah, you don't get the hits exactly, or the quality that you're looking for because you've got such a lame, lousy photo. The logic is if somebody does click your photo, then they're not into beauty. They're not into the whole vanity thing. So you're going to get somebody who maybe you have a chance of making a more real connection with. So somebody that's more of a real human being with, uh, you know, better intentions than somebody just looking for a, you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Or a, what is the equivalent of a dude? So you got wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So what's the dude version of that? Is there one? You mean to a girl just yeah. wanting to just like yeah, so hook you, up? So what is the male equivalent of wham, bam, thank you, ma'am? Is there a... Is there, all right, let's go to phones on this. Uh, again, Fester just brought this to my attention. I had no plans on doing this, but I like it. You know, and here they show a bunch of TikTok videos of, of pretty women yep. who... They post photos of themselves with no makeup on. No, I've seen their those. Hair not yeah, done. I, I, yeah, I, I, goofy faces. I, and this I've seen on social media. Now you know I hate TikTok 
TikTok is a Chinese communist data mining operation, and we're handing all kinds of crap over to them. Yeah, it's my second right. favorite Chinese thing right. besides General Sao Chicken. Right. Listen, the other, the other issue here is that, yeah, I've seen this for a while where people are like, hey, this is me in real life, and this is me all fixed up. And no filter needed. But, but they deliberately take a really bad picture to try to create this meme. All right, let's go to phones on this. Have you ever reverse catfished? Or have you, because typically all you hear about is, yeah, I met somebody on a dating app. I'm swiping right. I'm swiping whatever on Tinder, on this, on Hinge. I, you know, there are t- tons of these dating apps, but you typically hear mostly that, oh, yeah, the, the pictures weren't even her or the pictures weren't even him. And so has anyone done this? Or has anyone been on a dating app and the picture was, eh, and then you get there and they look a hundred times better in real life than the photo? Or any other angle that I'm may- maybe missing here or any other angle that you want to tackle here on reverse catfishing. All right, here's the phone number, 800 990 That's how you get in. I'd love to grab some calls here. I don't know what kind of calls we're going to get, but what would you like to add regarding reverse catfishing has it happened to you where if you're a man or if you're a woman and you meet somebody on a dating app and you're like yeah they're okay and then you get there and they are unbelievably better looking than the picture whereas typically it's the picture is a whole lot better than when you get there and meet them at applebee's you know well first of all applebee's is a home run first date i can't think of a better place oh listen Wrong one, huh? Yeah, wrong uh, one. Okay. I, I wanted to play this. Yeah, we fancy like So imagine these, none of these pictures are ugly. It's just pictures without your makeup on. If you're going to pick a profile picture, this traditionally wouldn't yes, be what you would put out there. Some of them might be pretty ugly. So reverse catfishing. If you got something to say about it, or if it's happened to you. That's a tough one. Guys are so visual, so I think you're going to oh, leave and, a oh, lot and, on oh, the table. Oh, oh, and women aren't so visual, well, really? Uh, you know, I do think that y- women are not as visual. Like, they're not going to judge a man and say, I'm only going to date you because you're you're hot or you look like this. But when hot you are on the... usually douches, right? When you... Yeah, usually. When, when you are on the platform, language. Oh, sorry, sorry. Language. DVs. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry, Roxanne. I mean, Go that's ahead. that's the whole thing with the online dating. It's really hard to capture someone's spirit or scent through an app. You know, scent <laughs> your personality. Really, what are you, you sniffing uh, your dates? Hey, uh, I saw your profile pic, and I knew you smelled real good. I've been uh, sniffing my phone all day. All right, let's go to phones on this again. If you'd like to check in on this, I'd like to hear any aspect. So, listen, even if if you were on a dating app and you met somebody, the picture was spectacular, and then you get there and it was like, oh, my God, what happened? Was, was, the, was the person that's supposed to meet me kidnapped and stuffed in the trunk in the, in the parking lot? What? All right, so any aspect, or, again, the reverse catfishing where you meet up with somebody and they're so much better looking in person, or any aspect, or if you know that this happened to somebody, just uh, any angle on this, 800-990-1047 is how you get in. Hey, Joy in Lakeland. Hey, Joy, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hey, how's it going? We're going uh, very well this morning. Uh, 
reverse catfishing? What What are your thoughts? Um, if there's no way that's happening, um, coming from a user of Hinge. Hold on a minute. You're saying there's no way that somebody is putting up an ugly photo and then showing success with it. All right, so you're saying that there's no way that someone is putting up a bleh photo and having success. Right. Because and you're on Hinge, is that what you're saying? Yes. So I can tell you I'm putting up, you know, a decent photos, and I've been catfished more than I'd like to admit. And um, it, it, it's just uh, from putting up, you know, good photos, and seeing the results from that, I can't. I don't really see much hope in putting, you know, a, a, a little bit of a worse sort of photo up. All right. So what you're saying is on Hinge, you put up a really good photo of yourself, and you're getting guys that are catfishing because. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, they're they're putting up better photos, and when you meet them, uh, you got issues. <laughs> So you're saying that you can't even imagine what you're going to get if you put up a lousy photo. Now, hey, uh, just out of curiosity, Joy, tell us about your catfishing issues. So you, oh you you meet somebody on Hinge, so you meet guys. Are they using their photo or are they using, like, other photos? I've had ones where, they, where you can kind of clearly see that it's, like, almost too perfect of a photo, like a model. Um, and... Eventually, I would ask them to send me a picture, um, like a selfie, basically. And they looked absolutely nothing like the picture. Or um, I've had it where, um, you know, their pictures from 20 years ago when they're in college, but they show up at my, they show up, you know, to pick me up for a date or something. And, um, and it's like fat John Goodman showing up. The beer belly and... Yeah. Um, Certainly not what was advertised. By the way, I was trying to delineate between the skinnier John Goodman these days and the the big old heavy John Goodman. Uh, so, have you ever had an accurate portrayal with Hinge? I have, but I'll be honest. I I was off of social media for about five years, and the only reason I got back on social media was to screen people. Because I was so sick of getting catfished, I was. I said I need to screen people better. So I said, "What's your Instagram? What's your Facebook?" So I could troll on their social media sites to make sure it is. Are you having Joy? Before I let you go, are you having any luck? Have you met anyone decent on Hinge? You know, just when you think you meet somebody decent, something there's just something weird about them. Yeah, like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, it's just. <laughs> You know, things that you couldn't even hardly think of. I'm like, you know, they'll go off of it for a week and come back on. But I'm not totally giving up. So how many guys have you, last question, how many guys have you made contact with on Hinge? Um, probably 15. Wow, you're busy. That's, that's, that's a lot of guys, Joy. Wow. Joy, thanks for the call. Joy's the world. She's really spreading the joy around. Th thank you, Joy. 15 guys. Appreciate you listening. Let me grab Scott in Wesley Chapel. Hey, Scott, MJ Morning Show, you're up next. Hey, man, how you doing? This is a little bit of a different angle. It's, can't, it's kind of anti-fishing. 
It wasn't an app, but it was a service online that you pay for. Right. They do a personality profile, and then they match you with other people. So you don't even get a picture. All you get is a first name, the city that she lives in, and what she does for a living, generally. You go out and you make the match. The, my first match, uh, it was a six-hour date. I brought the, pers- the profile with me. We asked questions because we knew we were compatible that way. And as we got to talk, I'm like, she's more pretty and more beautiful and more special. We've been together five years. I never got to see a picture before I met her. She told me. After she found out I was her first match, she says, I know why I got the offer. You need to go on other matches to see. She had been in it for two years and was getting sick and tired of meeting a bunch of nobodies. And then she meets you, Scott, from Wesley Chapel, and boom, you've been with her for five years? I put a ring on her finger. I'm wearing one. We're living together. We're planning our future. Our retirement is all set. I got five years worth of work left. And I'm done. Good for you. I'm in the best relationship I've ever been in, stress-free. No- and you guys met sight unseen, just the, the actual personality match, no pictures, and you show up and you were like, wow, she's attractive. Uh, absolutely. She's gorgeous. Yeah, it's wow. like a modern-day arranged marriage, Scott. Congratulations. Like, you sound like a real cat. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, how long has Giselle been doing this on the side? <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know the person. Everybody wants to look at the face. I wanted to know who the person was. So that's where I started. I love you guys. Have a great morning. Hey, thank you. Thanks. Great we, phone call, Scott. We Thanks. Love, we love you too, Yeah, Scott. let's grab Mary's in Safety Harbor. Hello, Mary in Safety Harbor. Welcome to the MJ Morning Show. Thank you very much. I taught a graduate course in psychology, and I had half the class um, put a profile up. Same username, same profile. Half the class used an ugly picture for the first half. We took it off for two weeks, and then we put the same profile, same name, with gorgeous pictures. And the result at the end of the semester was that the people with the gorgeous pictures were being flown places, were being taken out to dinner, because one of the criteria is we were moving to a new city, and we wanted to meet somebody. Oh, wow. So at the, yeah, it was really interesting, because we went back and hit on the same people and they said, oh, we don't have anything in common when it was the ugly person. But when it was the beautiful person, uh, they said, oh, we have a lot in common. So they don't even realize the username's the same, the body's the same. They were just looking at the face. Wow. Everything was the same from profile to profile except the picture. Wow. Yes. And uh, Mary, are, you said you taught a graduate level course. So are you a professor? I was an adjunct psychology, yes. Wow. Do you mind telling us what institution was this? I'd rather not. <laughs> Are you still a, a professor or an adjunct professor? Yes, yes. I it was s- wonderful. It was wonderful, but I just like to keep my my school quiet. <laughs> hey, no pro- Mary, thanks for the call. Great phone call. You know, we never know what we're going to get, and yours was a great phone call. Thank you. Uh, have a great day, Mary. Uh, Ryan is in. What are you? What are you oh, laughing? Mary's at? like, I know. She, <laughs> she, she knew her call was good. She's like, I know. Yeah. She's doing all psychology on me I'm over an here. Adjunct. She knows yeah. how to play you, MJ. Right. Uh, let, you're defunct. All right. Let's grab. <laughs> yeah, Fester's a defunct p- professor. All right. Uh, Ryan's in Tampa. Ryan, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good morning, guys. All right. For those that are just tuning in, Fester found a story about reverse catfishing 
where women are putting up like kind of blah photos of themselves. They're attractive and they're putting up photos that are much less attractive than they are in real life. And it's called reverse catfishing. So people, they make contact. The, the, the woman is like, eh, okay. and then they meet them and like, wow, you're hot. I mean, that's reverse catfishing. All right. Sorry about that, Ryan. Go ahead. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so I've been using Tinder all throughout college. I'm 22. I just moved down here for work. Where'd you move from? Uh, I went to college in Ohio and grew up in New Jersey. Okay. Um, but my experience is most of the people on there, if they have those not so great pictures, is they also don't look so great in real life. Uh, people tend to really show what they have on there. Um, so your experience has been that the Tinder photos are indicative or representative of the real life scenario. Yeah, I mean, typically I'm not really on there to meet anyone. I think it's kind of a really weird concept to meet someone on the Internet. So what are you doing then? Why are you there? I typically just go on there to look at people, and then if someone really stands out, um, like I'll, I'll get them on Snapchat and try to see them that way, see what they look Now, you're 22. You're, you're male 22. Are you looking for uh, women your age, or are you you're looking for some of the, you know, the hot 30-, 40-year-old women? I mean, typically it's my own age, but I have been from time to time setting the age up a little bit to also explore that other market. To explore that other market. Wow. <laughs> I, I did, thanks for the call, man. Oh, oh, and Ryan, have you gone? So you're it's, apparently it's mostly for entertainment value, but have you actually gone out on a Tinder date with somebody that you met? Uh, yeah, I I went on a couple of dates with some people off a of Hinge. I feel like that's a much more uh, appropriate platform for that. Tinder is really just to meet up, in my own opinion. And, Ron, by any chance, uh, did you move down to the Tampa Bay area? Is your work in the marijuana-related field? Uh, no, it's not, but I... Do dabble in the field on my own time. <laughs> okay, no, because you kind of sound like a dude, a you know. You kind of yeah. have the laid back stoner yeah, sound. So I didn't know if you went to work for like one of the medical marijuana places or something, you know. No, I should probably look into that. Though I absolutely hate my job. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah. Unless you want to give out the name of the place, yeah. what what type of work do you do that you hate? What what brought you from Ohio? To the Tampa Bay area that you hate it. Uh, so I'm in financial services. I graduated from Ohio State with a finance degree, um, and it just really sucks. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. Right. Well, right. hopefully, hopefully the MJ Morning Show can bring you a little happiness every morning. Yeah, well, you just named uh, your entire. Morning. Oh, let the guy talk here. I'm oh, trying to get some accolades here, and you're babbling. Go ahead, say that again. Every morning, going into work, I have to be in at 8.30. It just makes it a lot more bearable. All right. Thank you, man. Uh, Fessa, did you want to say I mean, something? He just named his entire company, so today's probably your last day. <laughs> he didn't name his company. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Hey, yeah. R Ryan, have a great day, buddy. Thank you, too. Later, guys. dude. Uh, <laughs> did, did he not have the dude sound yeah, or what? He did. Sound he like did. the old stoner call. It's yeah. like, dude, yeah, yeah dude. Man. Yeah, hey, Roxanne, what's up? Uh, like there's it. there's a yeah. texter that says instead of using glamour shots, she says her daughter uses fake natural pics, like pretend laughing or pretend eating in the in the profile photos. It'd be a similar thing. 
Yeah. The off, uh, like off action, uh, you know, or uh, unconventional can- shots. Yes, candid, but not really candid hey, shots. Did he say where he worked? I thought I heard him say blank financial services. No, he just he's in. Does no, you know, he said services. he's in financial services? Oh, I thought he said no. He didn't say who he worked. I for. thought he said blank no, financial no, services no, no, company. No, no, he said that he's just in financial services. Oh, okay. He didn't say the name of the company. Oh, okay. uh, let me in. let me grab one more call here, and then we got to move on. Uh, reverse catfishing is what we're talking about, but we're getting some really interesting stuff here. Jonas is in Clearwater. All right, Jonas, you got the last word on this. Go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey. So I was just wondering, because it seems like in 2022, catfishing shouldn't even be a thing with so much technology and how simple it is to take a picture. So what I've encountered is if you get to meet someone and you build rapport and you're talking to them within the first 30 minutes to an hour, what I would generally do is just to avoid any mishaps is have them send a simple picture of their finger on their nose or something along those lines. Oh. And what I've experienced. Oh, is- oh, I see what you're doing. You're, it's sort of like a hostage photo yeah. where you yeah. like a, a proof of life photo where you, you hold go. you hold up today's newspaper. Hold up two fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want you to stick, take your index finger. Take I want your you to, tongue. I want you to jam it up as far as you can into your left nostril. Yeah, so that's, that's what I want. I'm into nostril <laughs> nose picking photos. It's a good one. It seems it seems like that's just something simple because I can't even understand how someone could go a period of time, months, or even when you watch the show, years, and it ends up not being the person that they were with when it's so easy these days to get something like a picture or a simple video. Listen, so wondering. very good point. Th- thank you, Jonas. So that's that's a good little trick there yeah. is you ask someone to send you a current photo and ask them to do something specific in the photo. What, are they going to go on Google Images? Oh, my God, i got to find a, a yeah. picture of a guy uh, with his hand up his rear end. All right. Oh, my right. God. Yeah. So, hey. listen, i got something I want you to watch in the over the course of the next couple of days. What's that? Uh. Untold on Netflix. They did the Manti Teo story. Hold on. Yeah, I, I heard that. this is great. I oh. saw this like two weeks ago. I saw it. It's good. And he oh. is like the poster boy for catfishing. Yeah, yeah well, he got totally hosed. Yes. Yeah, he, he was, was a, ruined his life. Was he a football player? Or? He was Notre a, Dame. Yes. Right, right. So uh, how, do you say, how do you say his name again? Manti? Mai Tai? You two go. Jesus Christ. All right, go ahead. Brian and Roxanne will fill you in. Go ahead, guys. Just tell me, Fester. Please. Are you sure? Manti Teo, he played for Notre Dame, right. star player, yep. eventually got drafted into the NFL, but he believed he had a relationship with this person. Yeah, I remember. Woman, I remember the story. And she dies. And he has all this sympathy that his grandmother and girlfriend dies on the but, same day. But the person, to get out of the deal that they couldn't fulfill, just pretended that they died. Right. And yes. then he would call and talk to the brother, but the brother was the guy. Oh, she's in really so bad shape. Let me let me put the phone up to her face and be like, "Hello, <laughs> Manti." He and, sounded like a girl. But, but then one point, th- then the, then the person calls back six months later and is like, "Manti, it's me. I'm, I'm alive." alive. <laughs> Total, and the guy's on stage, you know. That's right for the Heisman Trophy presentation. Was that like ten years ago? How, how long At was least, that? I mean, maybe longer than that. And I, there's a Netflix documentary on this now. So to look from the outside, you you think the guy's kind of a tool bag. But so it's called Untold: The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. Untold is a series of a bunch of I think sports related okay. stories, gotcha. but the Manti Tail <laughs> one 
is phenomenal. I totally feel so bad for this guy. Because back when this happened, catfishing wasn't a thing. Nobody really thought about it like the way that we do now. Did he not go to the NFL? I can't remember. He was uh, drafted by the Chargers. But, oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, he played for a couple hands. Hey, guys, years. you want to hear something funny? Yeah. Please. All right, I want you to listen. Well, I don't know if it's really funny, but I want you to Better listen. Better be. I want you to listen to this sound. And tell me exactly what this is. Here's the sound. What is this sound? I mean, are you, tor- are you torturing somebody? It's, yeah. al- it's almost over. <laughs> is it a lizard? Oh, no. Is it, is it an ACE air conditioning unit that's going awry? You're yeah. switching from cool to heat or it something? Sounds like a wall unit. Without playing that sound again. <laughs> right. What is it? Because, I mean, it was... I, did you know, did you see it on my Instagram? No, I swear. I didn't look at your IG yesterday, but it sounds like it pitches up well, and then it pitches and then it comes down. I posted it actually over the weekend. I just didn't get around to this. All right. Oh, Fester's taking off his headphones. All right. Listen to the whine here. It's like a jet engine firing up. It's like the the Hadron. It's like the super collider in, uh, in like Switzerland or something. It's a spaceship. It does. It says the aliens are coming. We are leaving. All right, right, folks. Stop. Stop the sound. All right. All right. That that was the air conditioning unit in our hotel room in Connecticut in Waterbury last last weekend. That's horrendous. And they they, they were sold out. Where do you guys stay? You guys stay at the worst place. All right, hold on. What 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 place? And they were sold out, so they could not move us to another room. Uh, hang on a minute, Michelle. I, I forgot what hotel. That's like the worst white noise in the world. It's not. A, it's not even a white noise. It's, That's not white it's noise. It's a mechanical sound. Yes, it's the worst excuse for a white noise. I, I forgot. Was it a Marriott or was it a Hill? It, it might have been. A, so we stayed in Waterbury, Connecticut, last weekend, and again, no extra rooms. They, blah blah. What, I guess Michelle didn't get to the phone in time. So that was, so. I, I mean, I complained, obviously. So they, they gave us a break on the hotel room. So they didn't they didn't comp the room. I, you know, I'm like, all right. They gave me like a hundred bucks off. So the, right. the, the, the room cost like, uh, you know, like $87 instead of like 187 or something. So, but every like seven minutes, the thermostat would kick on and it would be, th- is that unbelievable? All right, Fester's taking his head. Everybody's in the I mean, cars driving. But listen to the whine. All right. I mean, it's. I'm telling you, it's. It's like. It, it's like Pratt and Whitney jet engine spooling up. <laughs> or a super collider. It's. Yeah. It's it a. Is. It's a particle accelerator in my freaking air conditioner. It was an LG. It was an LG air conditioner. It was like a Marriott, I think, in in Waterbury, Connecticut. And I was like, what the heck is going on here with this air conditioning unit? So, 
Uh, Roxanne, you were you were uh, pretty spot on as okay. far as it being an air conditioner. Yeah, did it, but, ears work? Did it at least work? Did it make the room I, nice and cool? I think you might have cheated though, because that's been on my yeah. Instagram no, since I, like Saturday. No, I wouldn't do that. I would refuse oh, yo, yes, myself. Yo, yes, you would do that. I think, but hey, folks, if you want to, I took a video that is from the video. If you want to see the video of a very exciting air conditioning unit in my hotel room in Waterbury, Connecticut. By the way, that's where the Alex Jones uh, trial was. The it's last very one. true. Yeah. He stayed in the same room. Um, it is on my Instagram. It is on Certified MJ Radio. So if you want to see that video and a whole lot more, go to Certified. Oh, did you see the spaghetti from last night? You're not posting more spaghetti, With, are Well, you? here's the deal. With the Pomodoro that I made, and do you know that I've got like, like 7,000 plus views on me stirring the sauce for seven seconds? Cool. Guys, I, I I have over 7,000 views of me stirring the sauce. People like stuff like that. They do. And again, my by the way, if you go to my Instagram, if you go to Certified MJ Radio, the recipe of me stirring the sauce, the recipe is in the, in the comments or in the narrative. The whole recipe on how to make the most unbelievable Pomodoro. You will never use a jarred sauce again. And then last night, Michelle flew back in from Connecticut and, uh, I made spaghetti last night for dinner using uh, a jar of the fresh new sauce. And Michelle's like, oh, my God, it's amazing. She's like, mm. oh, it was so worth coming home. No, but I, I posted a picture of the spaghetti tossed in the Pomodoro, and it's just, it's gorgeous. It is spectacular. And it's up on my, Festa, look at that. Look at the fresh. No, I did see that last night. I like that. Look at the fresh basil on there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't kill the pasta with the sauce. It's the right amount of sauce. You know, I don't like pasta where you have a big giant ladle glob of sauce that's just like right on top of it. No, oh, no, no, no. I like I like big old. <laughs> that's right. Like that? I like both. What do you mean you like both? You like I a like glob of sauce just w- sitting on your pasta? Yeah, I want it like that, how you have it in the photo where it's kind of like just sliding all over it, but then I also want a glob of it. <laughs> All right. Another I like sauce. <laughs> All right, so that I want a glob of it. Roxanne likes globs, ladies and gentlemen. Whole glob of All it. All right. Now, have you ever heard of this? A woman breastfeeding her baby and her nipple fell off and nearly choked the baby? Dude, That's how hard gonna, the kids suck. Is this is this real? That's gonna make me throw up. Is this real? Can't be. Kids a stud. A California mother of six. They're calling this a real nip slip. <laughs> oh. All right. A California mother of six is apparently freaking out mothers. She put up a video on social media and she says that her nipple fell off and nearly choked her infant son while she was breastfeeding him. Come on, that that can't be true. How how does a nipple fall off? Oh, wait yeah. a sec, it was in a leper colony. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. It wasn't. I'm joking. Well, explains I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> but come on. This can't. That's not. I, I, really? I don't think so. I mean, if why would a nipple fall off it if, if it had no circulation going to it? <laughs> right? Okay, but it has circulation going to it because it's the suction. I mean, like a skin mm-hmm. tag when it just falls off? Yeah. I mean, would it shrivel up and die? Oh, that wasn't my nipple. That was just a giant skin tag. Actually, well, you remember back in the day when yeah. I did the. Uh, the wart removal, and I put it on my nipple. Yes, and it oh, froze the... my nipple. My nipple turned black. Oh, you did do that, and it uh. almost fell off. What is wrong with you? I don't think this nursing a... mother froze you... her nipple off. You've been dumb for years. 
Oh, I did that long. You did. I think I lost a bed or something. So she says, I latched my baby boy on. He's nursing, and then he stops. The lady's name is Brooke. Does she have a reality TV show? I don't know. It doesn't say. trying to. I don't think it says anything about that. But she says, I'm looking down, and my baby's kind of choking. My nipple broke off, and it was in his mouth. Come on. How does your nipple break off? Hmm. I come on! I don't know. This That's is high. this is this is all over social media. She might have and, an issue. She needs to get checked. Out. <laughs> yeah, you think? I mean, I I don't know if this is accurate. Yeah, Fester's got the audio, and I I don't know. I don't know what the language is here, but uh, she's a beautiful woman. She looks like she has two nipples. Well, I mean, just by the picture here. I mean, did she go out and get a stunt nipple now, or you can get those? No, you got one of those little silicone discs you put on like the bottom of like glasses to not have them rattle. Here, play this audio. See what she says. Well, I don't want her to curse or something. Well, I right, go ahead. I, I'll, I'll hit the dump button if I have to. Go ahead. I wish somebody would have told me part two. You hear the horror stories. People talk about the pain and how they just couldn't do it. All right, that's enough. <laughs> I don't know what's coming. So that's her, and she yeah, she's very attractive. I, listen, I'm. this is a concocted story. I, I don't believe that her nipple fell off while she was breastfeeding her baby. I mean, just for the sake of research, I'm going to need photographic evidence. Ugh. The kid's like chomp it off. In the cringeworthy clip, which has millions of views now, the 32-year-old stay-at-home mom explained that leading up to the harrowing event, her nipple had uh, started to change colors. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what happened to mine. Uh, anyway, and uh, the- I found a story with Megan McCain, and she was asking Twitter users for advice on breastfeeding. Megan and- McCain, yeah, and one right. of the one of the Twitter users commented back to her that she had one of her nipples fall off because oh, that's so dry. Get out of here! But then someone else was like, "No, that can't happen. You can get permanent cosmetic damage from like if they get too dry. That's why you're supposed to put that lanolin cream on them." And yeah, yeah, you, but you you want to prevent the chafing. Yes. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's like dry skin, but not an actual. I don't know. So lanolin cream prevents chafing. Yeah, that you right. have to put that. And on. so does Bond's miracle ointment. I got a couple of other yeah. uses for it. I gotta say, Andrew says grab calls here. Uh, Susan Pinellas Park. Hey Sue, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi guys. Yes, Sue. So, so I have a friend that had a breast reduction, and to make the breast look fine and everything, they glued her nipples back up. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a minute. Outrageous. What? Really? What? 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 With Elmer's? I know that I don't know, but yeah, they glued them back on. <laughs> Come I mean, on. you'd have to use something like a 3M, you know, really, really strong. Use Gorilla Glue. Adhesive, right? <laughs> yes, something like that. Ow. The, the new Gorilla. Well, you know, they do, they do use glue also for... Um, Plastic surgery. Well, I, I think they use like a, a glue or an adhesive to like to uh, like close sutures, and I, I think right. they. But right. I don't. I don't know if you use like use like model glue to put someone's nipples back on, yeah, holding <laughs> on yeah. body parts. like you're putting on those googly eyes. You know. Yes. <laughs> well, I know. Honest to God, that's what they did. <laughs> uh, did people you ever see nipple? Should donate their triple nipple to people who lose a nipple. <laughs> My God. Let's oh start a God. nipple donation, a nipple donation bank. Nipple fund. <laughs> I just texted a lactation expert, so we'll see what we hear. Oh. All right, Sue, okay. are you still friendly with the woman that had her nipples glued on? 
anymore. Uh, Susan, <laughs> yeah. th- thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I, that would be one of the deal breakers that would make me end a friendship, too. Somebody comes, hey, I got my nipple glued on. We can't be friends anymore. The heck is going on? This is a weird show today. Let me see, let me see your phone and I'll just delete but, my number and but give it back. I like it. I do. Hey, guess what's coming to Circle K? What? Froggy, you might be interested in this. But I do love their coffee. Weed is coming to Circle K gas stations. Wow. Okay. Yep. According to Bloomberg, weed is coming to U.S. gas stations. Green Thumb Industries, one of the largest U.S. cannabis producers, signed a deal with Circle K. Wow. The global convenience store chain to sell licensed marijuana at its Florida retailers. Interesting. Florida gasoline retailers. The partnership will begin next year with 10 of the company's 600 locations in the state. Now, wait wait a sec. Now, Florida, we don't have I mean, recreational marijuana. Isn't How can they? I don't think they can do that. This is what I don't understand is, am I wrong? Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, I mean, but, Circle K, they check your ID if you buy alcohol. I but, guess they have to check your card dude, if you want to buy weed. Probably. Are they yeah. going to sell, is that it? Are they going to sell medical? Because I believe that here in the state of Florida, I think recreational marijuana is set for the ballot in 2024. Uh, it's not going to be in the midterms, but recreational marijuana for sale in the state, that's going to be before us here in Florida in a couple of years. But, all right. The partnership, the partnership is going to begin, uh, I, I guess, next year uh, with 10 of the company's 600 locations in Florida. The deal is rare given that legal marijuana has so far been sold only in standalone dispensaries. Again, this is the medical aspect in the U.S. and within pharmacies by selling marijuana, which is still legal at the federal level at gas stations where consumers buy staples like snacks and cigarettes. The partnership may help push marijuana further into the mainstream. Hey, hon, going up to the Circle K to get some Circle Bud. Yeah. <laughs> I think in Canada that that's how it is. Like it's right by like the Marlboros. You can get like a pack of joints. The agreement will continue to normalize marijuana by integrating it with regular consumer products. According to the Green Thumb chief executive, Ben Kovler. He said this is a futuristic deal. So, yeah, I mean, it's a changing industry. Because Florida is one of several states where cannabis can be sold only legally for medical use. Purchases are restricted to those Floridians that have the medical marijuana card. So I guess that's the deal is, you know, but if if recreational marijuana is passed in the future here in Florida, I guess... It would shift from medical to recreational. Are they are they just like setting things up? I mean, that's so Circle K. I mean, you got your Lay's potato chips, you have your Funyuns, you got your Thirst Buster, whatever they call it at Circle K, and you got uh, some medical marijuana. It all goes together. I'll get myself a Brazilian bold coffee and a pack of joints. There you go. Wouldn't you put them right by the chips? I mean, yes. you, Andrew, you'd think there's a bunch of... Cross marketing opportunities. I mean, you have to merchandise them. Smart. I mean, are you a salty or sweet person? But I mean, you, know, you know, marijuana. Mm-hmm. I, I have another story uh, from the Hill that says marijuana use is becoming the new normal among young adults. And you know what the issue is? 
there, there are a lot of people that are driving stoned. And that's a problem. You know, out in Colorado, one of the first states to legalize recreational marijuana, car wrecks went up because you had all kinds of stone maniacs driving on Colorado roads. So uh, I, I don't want people stoned. I've seen people holding joints and smoking while they're driving. I don't know. What, what, what don't you know? What? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I do want stone drivers all over the road. I think alcohol is 100 times worse than marijuana. Uh, alcohol, listen, that is bad as well. If you're drunk, uh, I mean, a drunk driver is very, very dangerous. You know what I don't want on the road? A new stoned driver. Like if it's oh, so you been... want, oh, you want an experienced stone driver. Well, I'm not saying that either are good. <laughs> so but you, I'm want saying... a, you want a million-mile trucker that's <laughs> all driving, driving a 60,000-pound truck full of frozen turkeys, picturing... and, and you want them all yes, smoking sir. on a, a joint? She wants the bumper sticker that says student stone driver on it. <laughs> student <laughs> Caution, student stone driver. Uh, no, they need a test, though. Obviously, we have a test for blood alcohol or for breathalyzer uh, for alcohol. They need a test to be able to test and see if someone's stoned while driving. All right, 844. It's the MJ Morning Show on Q105. This brings an end to the long segment of the MJ Morning Show. All right, we're back in minutes. When we get back, I got another dating deal. If you have to do this because you have so many men you're dating, you got a problem. All right, we'll get to that coming up in just a bit. And, oh... You got to hear about a Halloween. You got to you got to hear about a brazen Halloween theft. All right, hold on. All that is coming up in a minute here on the MJ Morning Show on Q105. Stand by. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. All right. You got the MJ Morning Show on Q105, 854. Roxanne, let me ask you a question. If you're in dating mode and what was the last time? So you met Doug like what, 10 years? How, how long uh, How long were you dating Doug? This is Dig Doug, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, I'm talking about Roxanne Wilder and Doug. Doug. Not to be confused with and Doug. And Doug. How long were you dating Doug before you got all fiancéed up good? Uh, I I started dating Doug sometime in 2009 and then we... How long did you date before you got engaged? I'm doing the math right now. And then we got engaged in 2015. So wait a minute, you were dating? Oh my God. So you've been... You, oh, we've been... Yeah, we... Yes, we dated for six years, and we got engaged after six years. Holy... Is that so, right? I, yeah. I, you tell me. All right. Yeah. So the point is, prior to Doug, how many guys were you dating? At the same time? Yeah, I mean, yeah. In, in, the, in the time leading up to Doug, were you dating a lot of different uh, guys? Were you were no, you playing the field? I was kind of like a serial dater, like probably, you know... You were like the Dahmer of dating? <laughs> You know, just, um, okay, so I got divorced. Let me do the math here. I got divorced in 2000. All right, this is a very, very in-depth chart. Yeah. Well, well, the reason. No, I would say that I, I would, like, I would date a guy for a year and then not. All right, how many guys, all right, from. Probably, get, like, 
two or three people. Right, from you divorcing mm-hmm. the the minor league baseball yeah. player, mm-hmm. and that's where the wild comes from. Very personal right? question. Well, by the way. So, really going so down. but uh, no, I'm, I've got a point here. Are guys. you writing a book? No, I have. Okay. I have a point. <laughs> So, how many guys did you date, you think, before you met Doug? How many total? After? I mean, define, I mean, like, I went on some dates. Yeah, how many I mean, guys? I went on total. some dates. How many total dates? But then, dates? like, had a boyfriend. I probably had two boyfriends uh, during but that not time. Not just boyfriend, total date. How many total guys in between the divorce and Doug the fiance? I don't know that. I, I mean, need a number. I mean, I mean, for instance, one of my friends is like, I want you to go on a date with this guy. Right, but that and counts. Give that me, counts? Give me a that rough, counts? Give me, a, I, give me a rough number. I don't know. 5,000? <laughs> Five thousand. <laughs> Thank you. All right, there's listen, a number. Go. No, listen. I'm just kidding. No, I d- I had like two boyfriends during that time. I, the reason why and I'm bringing... then I and then and then a couple of dates here and there. All right. What is a couple of dates? Is it dozens? All right. No. All right. Now the reason why what, what <laughs> like you're you an FBI profile. Yeah, it really is. Seriously, what is it, a couple of dates a dozen? Is it a couple of dozen dozen? Well, hmm, because I, I'm trying to get at something here because I've got an interesting item. This woman says she's dating so many men. That she has to put it on an Excel spreadsheet. Well, she's staying organized about it. Well, that's what she's saying. She's got, I got to organize my love life. But she's got so many men going on that she has a spreadsheet. Jeez, she's a busy gal, huh? You got to keep everything organized. I mean, that seems to be a little ridiculous. So what does she have on her spreadsheet? Like they're... Names and she birthdays keeps it all. She uh, she calls it her dating tracker. Length of stuff and <laughs> the length of the date. Uh, you know, you know dates. Yeah, like a two hour said. date, a four hour date, a three hour. Is that what you're saying? From yeah, of course. What, what length of stuff? What's the matter with you? What else could it be? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, she has a detailed document, and she's got all kinds of boxes, classifications. Uh, new to the mix, it's over, we made it. So, like, she keeps track of, like, how she feels about these dates. But if she doesn't have the spreadsheet, there are so many guys that she loses track. She has notes and stats for each guy, including name, insider nicknames, phone numbers, photo, age, what they do for a living. Okay, I'm trying to figure this out. Is she? Why is she keeping all this information? Because she's dating all of them at the same time? Or is this just like no. she's keeping records for her own memories and posterity? She's dating so many guys that she needs the spreadsheet to keep track. Or else she's going to start mixing stuff up, maybe even calling guys by the wrong name or assuming they do something else when they don't do that. Imagine if a man did this. How would he be perceived? <laughs> yeah. Perceived. Yeah, Fred Garvin, male prostitute. Jeez. Fred. Still doing that, huh? Yeah. In this story, did they show a picture of her spreadsheet? Yeah. I, I've, I've got I want to see it. I've got an image. Here. Oh. My toner was running out. I changed my toner cartridge last <laughs> yeah, night. That but explains. It's such a long sheet. It's a little okay, This is, this it's is a little the streaky. stupidest piece of paper you've ever given me. What? You can't even see anything. Well, it's just, it's just. Look at that. Well, look it's, detail. It's a little streak. No, look at that. You, okay, you can, I see the detail You can now. see it. it was, okay, I changed I my toner cartridge out. Did Roxanne just say this is the stupidest <laughs> sheet of paper you've ever seen? <laughs> wow. Man, you're just lighting me up over here today. What is wrong with you? She's trying, man. I know. All right. Yes. Do you want your paper? Do, do you have an observation? <laughs> um, you know, she's a busy gal. She's just trying to keep track of everything and not screw up when she's. You know, on one date and then go into the next. And Does she grade their performance in the bedroom? You know what I mean? 
that is not mentioned. What? Not mentioned as part of the spreadsheet. But such an analytical person that would keep that spreadsheet probably does. Maybe she has some hidden cells Mm -hmm. on her spreadsheet. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. You were an accounting major. Yes. You worked for one of the big eight. No, it was the big five. I'm sorry. You, well, oh, not oh, that old. Oh, I'm, yes, you are. Oops. Bite my tongue. I'm sorry. So uh, you worked for Arthur Anderson. Yes. Before they collapsed with all the fraud. Right. With Enron. Were you, Enron. Were you part of the down. fraud? No, it was not part of the fraud. I left before the fraud happened. She was named in the suits. You invented the fraud, didn't you? Huh. Enron. You, 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 you schemed the whole thing. All right, so, um, yeah, because you know cells and spreadsheets. Oh, of course I do. And, I know my way around a spreadsheet. Yeah. Are you, are you a C- I like spreadsheets. Are you a CPA? Uh, not anymore, no. No, no, no. D- were you a CPA? Yes, and an auditor. An auditor, yes. So you passed the CPA exam? Yes, yes. Is that so surprising to you? Because well, well, it, you... it's a tough exam. Hold on. So once well, she's you're a, a smart gal. Once you're a CPA, are you always a CPA? You have to keep up your continuing education, which I, that hasn't happened in a yeah. long time. Yeah. See, Michelle, you know, Michelle doesn't practice law right now, but she, she does her CLE mm-hmm. or whatever it is every year. And uh, Michelle keeps up her law license. I'm a licensed beautician. Well, does she keep up the law license just in case she wants to lawyer again or just I, in case? I retain Michelle as counsel. She's my first call. Yeah, Michelle will probably go back and do something. She's got people asking her all the time. Well, go. Stop talking about it. I need a lawyer. For what? Oh, oh boy. I, I, <laughs> what do you need a lawyer for? What don't I need a lawyer for? All, right. all kinds of things. All right. So we have a horrific Halloween theft that we have to talk about. And you want to talk about brazen. No bones about it. Little, little hint there. All right, hold on. We'll get to that in a second. First, though, hey, Andrew, do we have a toilet flush sound effect? Can you get that ready for me? And whenever I give you the finger, I need you just to hit the toilet flush. Give me a good power flush. Did you see that Tampa International Airport just won the best bathroom in America? Wow, they do have nice bathrooms. <laughs> they, they really do. I, I was at TIA, and I remember thinking, these are some really nice bathrooms. There's yeah. always somebody in there cleaning them. That's why. All right, now, like constantly. Tampa International literally just won an award for the best bathroom in America, courtesy of the Cintas Corporation. And the Cintas America, they showcase the best restrooms in America. Now, Cintas they provide like janitorial supplies and uniforms, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, support stuff. Yeah, they used to be something. They used to have another name prior to Cintas, um, which everyone would recognize. But C I N T A S. I I got to call Bo Zimmer. Remember Bo Zimmer? Yeah, yeah, of course. Bo Zimmer was a longtime reporter at Channel Ten, Tampa He's Bay's Ten, grandson of Don Zimmer. Yeah, and you know that Bo Zimmer he left Channel Ten. And Bo Zimmer is in the communications department at Tampa International Airport. Oh. So if I've got some toilet questions and he's in Tampa International Communications, who am I going to call? I legit thought he was in luggage handling. <laughs> you thought when he was... I heard he was working at the airport, I'm like, what is he, like, <laughs> unloading the planes? That's a workout, man. It is, man. You want to get in good shape, you get a job unloading the planes. I'm calling Bo Zimmer's cell phone here. All right, so, I mean, listen, if I've got toilet questions, I think Bo Zimmer's going to be able to answer them. Hey there, this is Bo. Hello, Bo, it's MJ and the crew live on Q100. 
Q105. Welcome. What a day. What a, what a couple of weeks it's been. Uh, we're just racking up some awards here at the airport. All right, so uh, Bo, now in communications, Bo Zimmer, you remember from Channel 10, is now in communications at Tampa International Airport. All right, so hold on. What, what else has happened to Tampa International beside the best toilet? Are you crazy, so, MJ? Do you live under a rock? TIA has been all over the news. Uh, oh, for the best air, best uh, best airporter, right? Well, airport. They, they uh, hold did. on, let let Bo, he's in, let him communicate. He's in communications. All right, Bo, why don't you go ahead and sing the accolades? Yeah, well, I mean, the kind of the slogan of the airport is America's favorite airport, but uh, JD Power actually just officially ranked us uh, number one airport in North America as part of their annual customer satisfaction. Oh, you know what? I did see that on the sign when you leave the airport. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I was a customer last night because Michelle flew in from uh, Westchester County last night. So I was I was over on the, the blue air side last night at about uh, 8.13. Beautiful, beautiful. So um, I don't know if you've had a chance to see uh, some of our new restrooms, but that was the other big news uh, out of uh, yesterday was, we were named uh, America's Best Restroom by Cintas, which is a, a big company, and they do an annual uh, award ceremony for uh, looking at all restrooms across America and Tampa International Airport. Our brand-new, newly renovated restrooms at Airside C uh, were honored in a big award yesterday. <laughs> so what do you get, like a golden toilet plaque? What do they give you? Well... <laughs> There is a plaque. Uh, it does not go over the toilet. It'll go at the entrance. And there's a rug that actually uh, they lay down at the front. They're going to roll out a best airport toilet in America rug? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's not the toilet. It's the entire rest. The whole thing. Right. The board. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry. Toilet is just a funny word. All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in some of the in some of the press releases that we put out yesterday to kind of put this news out there, we said, Tampa International Airport takes the throne. So. No crap. Yeah, we don't take any crap. <laughs> you know, here, here was the other thing. In planning for this, because uh, we, we had a couple, you know, a few days notice knowing that this was coming, you know, sometimes we have a cake to celebrate and things like that. And our, and our marketing team was trying to come up with what, what would be a good item that we could give out, you know, as, as, as a little treat for people. And they came up with these toilet paper cookies. Ooh. So, in other words, uh, <laughs> Cookies in the shape of toilet paper that we handed out at the event yesterday. Those were a big. Are they chocolate covered? <laughs> oh my god! There was some talk of actually having actual toilet paper with the airport logo on it, but they decided oh. that might be a bad idea. Yeah, that's a good call. Let's eat the toilet paper I, instead. Now, Bo, let me ask you a question. Um, you know, I now Airside C, the primary airline at Airside C is what Southwest. Yeah, Southwest, obviously, one of our biggest carriers at Tampa International Airport. But there are a few others out there. Alaska is out there. Oh, yeah. Avello, which is one of our brand oh, new. Oh, that's right. Avello. Yeah, Avello. Uh, yep. So you you got Southwest. You've got Alaska. Avello. Who else operates out of Airside C? And then another big one, Breeze, which actually launched their entire airline last year out of Tampa International Airport. Yeah, they're flying the Airbus 220s. and uh, Oh, beautiful plane. Yeah, and Breeze... Well, the 220 is uh, that that is a, a Bombardier, right? That was that was because uh, Airbus bought the Bombardier uh, series, I believe, and right, they made right. they, and, and and those planes are now made right up in Alabama. So they actually uh, made some of those uh, aircraft for Breeze, 
and brand new flew them in to Tampa International Airport as that airline had to go through the certification process. So we had a bunch of these brand new uh, Airbus planes that had never been flown on uh, sitting at Tampa International Airport. And and a lot of people don't realize this, that the founder of JetBlue, he started Breeze. Correct. Yes, you are correct. Well, listen, Bo Zimmerman, it is just amazing that now Tampa International. And you know what? I concur. Uh, because you know, a lot of times you'll hear, oh, yeah, we won the award for the best of this. And there are a lot of times where I say, oh, you know, that's that's BS. That's not. But when you hear the Tampa International is always on the lists of, like, the best airports in the world, it is true. It is. I mean, it's absolutely positively true. And I've been traveling all over the world with the family. I mean, for decades and decades, I've been in virtually every state. I've been in many, many countries. I'm going to tell you right now that Tampa International Airport, as far as airports go, it is just one of the easiest, most convenient airports. And I tell people all the time that we've got the best airport in the world. And that's not true. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm not looking for anything free like a like a toilet paper cookie or something. <laughs> and, and it's a great place to work, too. Hey, one other tidbit yeah. I just found out because we just got an email. Uh, apparently, there's a picture of our CEO holding the award up in Times Square, up on the big NASDAQ billboard in Times Square. So Cynthia's <laughs> bought an ad up in Times Square, and we've got Tampa International Airport <laughs> winning this award up, up there, <laughs> up, up in Times Square, which is pretty cool. I thought that was awesome. Now, awesome. now, Bo, let's say we wanted to do, oh, you know what? Can we sign up for the morning show after the show? Can we do that tour of the airport? Because you guys started doing the airport tours again, right? Absolutely. We talked about that a, a number of weeks back. And we did. I, I would love to take Fester out on the runway. We'll see what kind of access we can get for the crew. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get you, get you a tour. I want to see if you have a reflector vest big enough to fit Fester so we can, like, right. use those little things to bring the plane into the gate. Uh, admittedly, yeah. Bo, you probably need two vests. <laughs> we'll have to, like, you know, do a front and a back. So I was at the airport a couple of weeks ago. Bo, there was a line of people waiting to take a photo Next to the flamingo. Oh it's yeah, flamingo. the flamingo. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it, it, you know, and that's officially finished now. We we had a big event that was scheduled with the artists coming down, and then obviously we had the hurricane. But um, yeah, it's officially finished now. It has that beautiful reflective ceiling tiles that make it look like this bird is dipping down into the water. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, there is a massive. I mean, like I don't know, seventeen foot tall floor to ceiling flamingo. This huge pink flamingo in the middle of Tampa International Airport now, and it's really pretty cool. I, I walked right by it because I I got off my uh, Delta flight on Sunday morning. I, I flew in also on Sunday, and I flew in and I walked right by it because I, I did the economy parking, which I find very convenient and easy for half the price. So I did economy, so I walked right by the Flamingo past P.F. Chang's to get to the uh, the, the tram. Yeah, you know, the, the, the parking garage is right above that. And I had made the argument that we should turn it into a slide for kids. So you could, you know, like an express <laughs> from the parking garage down oh, to the main man. terminal level. That's great. Hey, and Bo, if I want to check out these unbelievably clean restrooms, but I don't have a Southwest and a Velo, a Breeze flight or an Alaska flight scheduled, are you able to get me through TSA so I can check out the bathroom? I will definitely uh, be able to show you this restroom. It is amazing. It looks really nice. Uh, and then typically for passengers who, who do have, uh, you know, flights at the airport, but let's say you want to go over to one of the other air sides, 
uh, you can go up to the information desk, and sometimes they're able to get you a pass to get through uh, over there if you want to try one of the other restaurants. Exactly. All right, so here's the deal. Uh, Bo, next week, can we maybe put pick a day, and we'll all come over right after the morning show at 10 o'clock and do the airport tour? You pick the day, we'll make it happen. Uh, and you'll take us out on the ramp? Absolutely. Oh, man, that's great. Can I, can I load luggage? Let's not go crazy. I'll have to see. I'll have to see what the TSA rules are on that. We don't. We don't want just. We don't just let anybody uh, load the luggage. But we could probably get some clearance for Fester to do something. Uh, <laughs> great. Right. Th- thanks. I want to drive the the. Tr- I want to drive the tug. I want to take a plane out of the gate. You know, you got to be careful with those. Every <laughs> once in a while, I mean, I I hear this from time to time where one of those will. Back into a plane, yeah. Or, you know, like well, trust me, that's something Fester would do. Yeah, let me ride that boat. Fester will dent one of those brand new Breeze airplanes. So we would have to get a massive insurance policy. Let me just put it that way. Uh, hey, Bo Zimmer, formerly Channel Ten, now Communications at Tampa International Airport. All right, Bo, we'll be in touch. We're coming out for a tour. I, I'm I'm waiting for it. All right, man. Too. See you later. Look at that. I mean, like, best airport in the world or in America, best toilets now in an airport in America. I mean, all was, the awards coming I mean, to us. What's next? Man, he's good. What knows the, airports? Huh? Yeah. Bo knows, yeah, Bo knows <laughs> he sure does. He knows his stuff. <laughs> uh, you want to hear something brazen? I love brazen stuff. Somebody stole one of those 13 foot tall skeletons right out of someone's yard in the middle of the day. Not like Billy Joel. Was that in the middle of the night? Yeah, River of Dreams. Yeah, was right? that in the middle of the night? In the middle of, in the middle of the night. You know what? Everybody loves that song. Oh, it's, hey, it's Andrew, not his greatest Andrew, work. What happened to the toilet sound effect? You guys just started talking. He... And what happened to the toilet sound effect? We blew it. You never called for it. You said when you I said point my when finger. I point to oh, you. She had it on hot standby. Yeah, all right, so I'll point now. Go ahead. I told Andrew to get the toilet on hot standby since T since Tampa International has the best toilets in America, best bathroom, cleanest bathroom in America now, and I, I didn't give him the finger finger <laughs> for the toilet flush. Uh, where was I? Oh, so man, this this takes some uh, cojones here in Texas. There is video of a car pulling up in front of a house and literally disassembles that 14-foot skeleton. You know, the ones that they sell at Home Depot? Yeah. Yeah, you see them next to the lawnmowers? This is like the third year of those skeletons. Yeah, they've been around for a while now. It happened in Austin, Texas, and surveillance video caught a vehicle pulling in front of a house. A neighbor's security camera captured a car pulling up at about 4.45 p.m. this past Saturday, and the footage shows a woman in a white SUV, and she's just taking apart the skeleton in broad daylight in the middle of the yard. She's taking the damn thing apart piece by piece. It's a woman who then takes the Halloween 14-foot giant skeleton and puts it in in her white SUV and then takes off. It's like Dahmer when he stole the thing piece by piece. So the uh, what was it? A model mummy? The uh, mannequin? Oh, the mannequin. Yeah. It's mannequin. The, the mannequin. I didn't get the word. It's the. It's the. It's the. You say mummy? Mummy. <laughs> He's, I'm a dummy. It's, it's a mannequin. Yeah, just take the arm, put it in a bag. The, the Jeffrey Dahmer 
took. How is it? I would imagine it would take a long time to take apart that skeleton. It's not quick. It's like a two and a half minute video they have of her, and she yeah. doesn't even have the whole thing disassembled. I mean, and she's shoving it in the back. I mean, that takes some total nuggets to pull in front of a house All right. and rip off their giant. And those things are like, what, 300 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah sounds not right. cheap. Yeah. Froggy, come here. Look at this video. She carries the whole skeleton like on her on its side. And she's just trying to jam it in the back of her SUV. <laughs> You've got to be a terrible person. I mean, who does this? <laughs> this past Saturday, Austin, Texas. I mean, it's not like you're stealing something small. This is a this is as big as the car. Like, how bad do you need uh, that for your house? I guess are they going to yeah. sell it? It's, you it's really too, need it that bad? Maybe she's selling it on the black market. The maybe. Home, black. Halloween decoration market. It is two hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, three hundred bucks. Yeah, I thought it was. It's out of stock everywhere. You can't get it unless you boost it off of somebody's front yard. They also have like the Grim Reaper one now. Uh, that's the one my dogs were barking at. If you want to see a funny video, there's a giant fourteen foot tall like Grim Reaper looking thing, and that's another. They've expanded the collection of these giant oversized Halloween uh, statues. And there's video of my dogs. The first day that the neighbors put this thing up, I'm walking the dogs, and they're, like, barking ferociously at it. Yeah, that's up on my Instagram at Certified MJ Radio. That's Certified MJ Radio. I just thought that was brazen. And then I don't know what's going on with bonfires, but do you remember the bonfire story that we had last week? With the at the homecoming, or was that a couple of weeks ago? No, it was a homecoming. Okay, and the it was, explosion. It was in Florida. The yes. police department said something like, "We're officially out of the bonfire business." Exactly. They did. Yeah. The sheriff in Bay County. That's right. So Bay County. This is just. I think it was Lynn. Was it Lynn Haven? I don't. Know. Just outside of Panama City, and for like seven or eight years, a deputy with the Bay County Sheriff's Office he lit the bonfire. This past, uh, what, month or so, he lights the bonfire, and he must have been using an accelerant, and fumes must have been trapped in some kind of air pocket, and when he lit it, the damn thing blew up, and it hurled like shipping pallets, those wooden shipping pallets. It hurt. I mean, this guy's lucky he didn't get a giant stake of wood just jammed right through his back. Because the audio, and just as a refresher, because now we have another bonfire story. (laughs) (laughs) So you could hear the explosion. It was a big pile of wood, including pallets, you know, the pallets that they put merchandise on and they set up on racks at like uh, Home Depot or Sam's Club or Costco, whatever. Tell you what, you want to see a fire jump up, you you stack up some pallets. That video is unbelievable. So drum roll, he throws the item in. And then you hear the explosion and, and they're going, holy, oh my God. Anyway, the sheriff of Bay County said, uh, son, we're out of the bonfire <laughs> business. I mean, luckily no one got hurt, but then we have another one. Now, guess what? Out in Bay County, they were lucky. First of all, the deputy didn't, uh, you know, get hurt. But there's another bonfire that happened near Pulaski, Wisconsin. I guess tis the season for, like, bonfires gone bad. You know, it's homecoming season. 
Pulaski? I never heard of that place. Pulaski? Oh, like what? You've heard of every city and town in America? Oh, in Wisconsin, at <laughs> yeah. least. Every city except for Wacky Pulaski. Yeah. So, <laughs> listen to this one. 17 were hurt. 17 were hurt at a bonfire. Uh, and it was, guess what? It was at a homecoming weekend for the high school football team's dominant win just hours earlier. About eight feet from the fire, Brandon Brezhkowski, 18, was chatting with his friend Sam when he saw a large fuel drum being placed into the flames. Oh, no. They threw a large drum of fuel. The damn thing explodes. What are they, nuts? So they throw a large fuel drum into the flames, and Brandon asked Sam if it was going to blow up. It was that very second that it all happened. And it was very fast. The drum was filled with diesel fuel, exploded during the party, attended by 30 to 40 Pulaski High School students and recent graduates. 17 people were taken to multiple hospitals oh. with injuries in the Green Bay area. Is that unbelievable? That's horrible. It is horrible. I mean, luckily, nobody was killed. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Is there a video footage of the... Uh, there must be, because it also, the explosion rocked the town of nearly 3,900 residents. It's about 15 miles northwest of Green Bay. Fester, see if we can find video. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking at... Uh, is this the story? Fire explosion in Shano County. Family tells 12 News Lily Kellner was visiting friends near Pulaski when someone threw an accelerant into the bonfire. Yeah, a barrel Tonight, of diesel. Are asking witnesses and victims to come forward. The sheriff's office says 30 to 40 people may have been injured. Some patients were airlifted to Milwaukee for treatment. Airlifted? To the GoFundMe for the Brookfield Girl at WISN.com slash links. Oh, they don't have video. Come yeah. on. WISN's Wisconsin's news leader. I need video of this thing. So uh, I had 17 hurt, and now they're saying maybe 30 to 40, and some were airlifted. Wow. Mm. Oh my God, that is that's unbelievable. I want to get into the bonfire business. All right, you saw that Kevin Bacon was murdered, right? Oh no! Well, yeah, talk about six degrees of separation that he wish he had. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, Kevin Bacon was murdered. What is there a pig named Kevin Bacon or something? No, it's just a, a guy named Kevin Bacon. But oh, oh, and, really? Yeah, not the actor. Not the actor. Oh, no. okay. thank another, God. Another guy named Kevin Bacon. We need the Bacon brothers to keep playing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Oh, that's right. They have a band, yeah. don't they? If, if, right. if your last name's Bacon and you have a son, do you name him Kevin? And I have a, I have a little concern, folks, because uh, my health might be at serious risk. Oh, no. All right, hold on. We got a lot of stuff to get to next. Don't move. We're back in minutes. On the MJ Morning Show here on Q105. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. MJ Morning Show Q105. So the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing, which is a smash on Netflix, uh, number two watch series of all time now on Netflix, Jeffrey Dahmer, the 10 episode uh, deal. Michelle and I are on episode number six. 
We took a little break. We watched actually an episode up in Connecticut, up in the uh, hotel room. Uh, and then I took a break because, you know, Michelle just came back last night. So we'll uh, catch up. We'll probably finish yeah. this weekend. I'm guessing, you know, we'll probably binge it this weekend, get over Dahmer. But, you know, you had, uh, when you think of cannibals, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, then you have the uh, Army Hammer, that creepy dude. Yeah, but he didn't kill people. But, but he, he wanted to. And I, I think he's like selling timeshares in Grand Cayman right now yeah, or good something. Good for him. There's a lot, yeah. of, a lot, of, a lot of commissions yeah. to be made there. And then <laughs> I, I, I said just a little while ago that uh, you know Kevin Bacon was murdered. Uh, it's, it's not the actor Kevin Bacon, but up in Michigan, there was a cannibal that was convicted of killing a dude named Kevin Bacon. Oh, they, my gosh, the irony. The, they, so the jokes just, yeah. they don't even need to be said. They met on Grindr. All right, hold on. A and the jokes keep coming. <laughs> this, this, is, this, this is true. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making this up. A cannibal met a man on Grindr. Grindr. Named. Grinded him up you know, and ate him? Hey, guess what? If and Jeff, his name was Bacon. Listen to this. If Jeffrey Dahmer were alive today, he'd be on Grindr. No kidding. Let, he let's, would be. Hey, let's, let's talk about that for a minute. I mean, just the way of trolling yeah. victims of... Uh, Serial killers have changed so much in the last 25 years. Uh, we got a lot to get to here. Guys, uh, my health, I'm, I'm a little concerned here because there is a new study out that people who sleep five hours or less a night face a higher risk of multiple health problems. Oh, that's been around for what? That news is old. You need your rest, yeah. Boopsie. Well, this, this, <laughs> hey, guess what? It's new to me. You know, MJ, I think you're the outlier on this one, man. I, I look at my email box. I got an email from MJ the other day at one forty-five in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, why'd you get up so early? And he's like, I wasn't up. I was before I went to bed. I went to bed at 2. That's smart. I think you're a secret sleeper. I think you take naps longer he, I than bet you he takes like three-hour naps yeah. during the day. When? I, I get 10 to 2. I yep. get 10 to No, I get a nap. I have to prep for the afternoon show. I get a nap. Typically, the longest I can nap in between the morning show right now and my afternoon show the longest nap I typically can get is one hour. And Ooh, it, you're it, going to be tired. It probably that. averages probably 30 to 40 minutes is what my naps average. But sometimes I can eke out an hour. Now, at night, when I'm doing my prep and Michelle and I are, at, you know, after dinner, we're sitting in the living room. I'm working. I've got my uh, Surface uh, Pro in my lap, uh, thanks to Don, the IT guy. And you're shirtless. Don, the, yeah, it's true. I do take my shirt off. So, Don, the IT guy.com, where uh, you know, we outfitted all of us with uh, Surface Pro uh, 8s. And remember, we gave away 20 of those Surface Pros uh, to listeners back in August, thanks to uh, Don, the IT guy from Team Logic IT in St. Pete. Right. But uh, sometimes I do fall asleep. So, uh, like, I might have fallen asleep for like an hour or so last night. So when I start working, let's say, I typically carve out like 7.30 to midnight to prep for the morning show. But, yeah, there are times where I'll fall asleep for an hour. But as far as continuous sleep, I typically average about four hours a night. It's because you don't work like, you know, I mean, you work, but you don't work. You know what I'm saying? Your work's easy. Oh, my work is easy. You're not out there busting your butt. You know, you're not tired at night. Putting together a four-hour radio show every day. I mean, you know, a monkey could do it. I mean, a oh, a monkey can do it. They should hire those monkeys. If we had, if we had a four-hour radio show or like a ten-foot-long ditch, which one would you rather do? Yeah, seriously. 
Think of me and how, how hard I work slaving well, over a hot computer. Well, Danny, you know, the world needs ditch diggers, too. They sure do. Yeah. Uh, Fester's a working man. He goes and hits the lots after this. No, there's a new study out. Awesome. Nearly 8,000 <laughs> civil servants in the U.K. were studied who had no chronic disease at age 50. No, no, I'm good. No, right? And for <laughs> for those that... Uh, for those uh, that were age 50, their sleep was tracked, and people who slept five hours or less a night faced a 30% higher risk if they would develop multiple chronic diseases. Hello, you know what? I didn't get a good night's sleep after I turned 50. Me either. You know, it's real bollocks. I've got chronic disease in my liver. And a, what it, accent are you doing? Where are you from? <laughs> you like Geordie? Who knows? <laughs> And if you don't get a lot of sleep, you could lose your prime ministership in just 44 days. It's yeah. true. What happened? <laughs> the prime minister's already out. She is. Liz Truss. So. On her way out. Yeah. I get about seven hours per... <laughs> so listen to this. Over there. <laughs> seven hours per night and an hour and a half during the day. You Whoa. get seven hours at night? <laughs> How much rest do you need? Hold on. What time do you go to bed? I, I mean, I go to, but it's not very quality sleep, Probably so that's 10. why I feel like I need, yeah, I go to bed at 10. Yeah, Doug's an open mouth snorer. So 9.45, you, I go to bed about 9.45. And then you go to bed at 9.45 to 10, uh-huh. and then you're up at 5? 4.45. Okay. Okay. I have a new bed that tells you how good you sleep, and I whoa, whoa, I whoa, 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 what do you mean you have a bed that tells you how, how well you sleep? It's not how good you sleep, how well oh, you sleep. Oh, it's like a select number so You wake up in the morning, it's like... You slept like no, crap. Yeah, there you have an app, and it tells you the hour by hour how you slept. And I'm I, going to jolt you awake every nine minutes yeah, because you're a prick. It's like talking. <laughs> <laughs> this bed really has some issues with me. But it scores you every day. And every day, Kim is like a 95, and I'm like a 15. <laughs> I, how, how do I you... toss and turn, and I, sleep, I don't sleep. Hold on. You guys have that the sleep number bed? Yes. Wasn't yes. it once called like Select Comfort or something? Then they, yeah, Select they, Comfort is what it is. Yeah. All right. So when did you get that bed? The Labor Day sale. Not the Columbus Day sale? No, no, no. Labor Day sale. I mean, it used to be. Did they like him? That, that bed used to be like a pool floaty. No, it's really I'm seriously. Nice. It, 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 originally, that bed was like a bunch of blow-up pool rafts no, no, inside no. a shell. I'm telling you. The other you. day, I was like, I'm, I'm feeling a little stiff. How about you drop me about 15 notches? Oh, yeah, that's the ticket. That's the ticket. Then, All right. Then we, how much you so, pay? How much you pay for this thing? It's about a hundred thousand. <laughs> no, no, no. How do you get scored on it? Like, how do you get a good? It just is it based on how much you move. The, the bed, yeah. How much you move and how restless you are, and it judges your breathing and everything. You wet the bed at two thirteen a.m. If you had two kids in there in the middle, sandwich, does that? I would never factor, let my kids sleep in my bed. Into the, Are you still letting your kids sleep with you? One of them does. Which one? The baby does now. The uh, big you, girl finally got over. She's, uh, you, she's moved on. She's you, in her own room. Well, why don't you work your other kid, your little two and a half year old, out of your bed? Because you'll get more quality sleep. Yeah, she gets eight and a half hours combined, <laughs> yeah. but she's really getting like two. Exactly. How about the fact that you tell your little two and a half year old to be a big girl like your daughter who's five and it's time to sleep in your own bed like a big girl, like your sister. You know what it is? Have you tried working that psychology? No, I haven't. Cause you're, a bad, I, you're a bad parent. No, no I really <laughs> don't mind. And I feel like she benefits from conversations that Doug and I have at night. Like, I feel like she's learning more vocabulary and stuff just based because she used to sleep in her. She slept in her bed by herself till she was two. She's only recently come into our bed, the two and a half year old. Well, stop it. Why do you you're letting it like uh, saturate or marinate? You're letting it. 
And yeah. and if she's wetting your bed, really. Yeah. Um, so you got just stop it. I, I like it. I, I hate oh, to break it to you, but I like it. I it's like bonding it. time. Look at my bed score last yeah. night. Pretty good, huh? I frog his hand to me. Hold on, you you're. That's your, my score last your night. Your bed connects to an app. Yeah, <laughs> I got a sleep score. How much was this bed? Uh, I don't know. It was like a couple thousand. It was on sale. It was. It was the Memorial Day. Yeah, Memorial no, Day. Memorial Day, Labor Day. Hold on, Memorial. Yeah, Memorial Day. That's was, what it was. Was the Fourth of July? It was. Was it? Was it May? Fourth of was, July. It was the Fourth of oh, July Jesus. sale. Was it May, July, or September that you got your bed? It was one of the three. Did you just drop my phone? Yes. Oh, okay. You know, I didn't see many Columbus Day sales. That's that's really taboo now. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, Columbus yeah, yeah. was canceled. Yeah, sorry. Columbus was totally canceled. And it also tells you when you're turned on at night. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Hey, uh, so you had a 71 sleep score last that night. That wasn't that. That's not a good score. That's no? a D. Hold on. Kim is texting you. It was So Kim is listening. A text just came in. Labor Day, and we got half off. Oh, yeah. Labor Day. Told you. Dude, that was just a month and a yeah. half ago we you got, got the bed. brand new. It's pretty uh, nice, huh? There you go. It gives you a sex score. Half off. <laughs> it you- it's like, wow, this yeah. is like that was a quick one. Yeah, the bed only knows if you're, the bed only knows if you're turned on if you roll over. Hey. I mean, you lay on your back, it has no idea. You've got erectile dysfunction. <laughs> erectile dysfunction. Erectile. Ed. 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 Wiener broke. Small wiener, broke. wiener alert. Wiener broke. Wiener broke. All right, man. I have so much more I need to do, but I guess we'll put this in oh, the pile. I'm sorry. For tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. 